look up his channel and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I see what you mean. Big, oh, it's big cycles. He probably connecting his mic. I think he was trying to say something. Yeah, your mic still, your mic still kind of off. I do not know how to use this new fucking software, bro. True, true. We, yo, cycles. We can't hear you, but we, we live streaming right now. I'm, a, I'm gonna put the link in a, um, in a, in a, in a chat. Somebody saying, can we turn everybody's volume up? We ain't, we ain't saying nothing. Oh, hold on, but the volume all the way up. I'm all listening to it on my phone. It sounds good. Big cycles. I think your mic on now. Yeah, I think my mic, my mic worked now. Yeah, how was good, yo? I haven't heard your voice in years, my guy. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yo, it's crazy. Yo, you sound just like KSI, partner. I ain't gonna lie. Really? <laughs> it might just be because you black and you're from the UK. But <laughs> by the way, <laughs> my, <laughs> I got I, I got introduced you to my guy Free Game. I do the podcast with Free Game every single either Tuesday or Wednesday. Whenever Free Game free in a week or whenever I'm free in a week, both I both us free and Free Game me cycles. Uh, one of my old friends when it come to YouTube, you feel me? Always been talking to him since like what 2018 now. Mm hmm. Yeah. How you doing, cycles? Hey, I was asking Barra. You, I heard of you before. You was a YouTuber at one time, right? Dude, is your channel still up? Uh, yeah, my channel's still up. Yeah. Um, Yo, oh my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. I ain't <laughs> yeah, it's still up. You know, I just decided to just leave a lot of the content there. To be honest with you. Because yeah, I know I for Yo, sure I heard of you before, but I was like trying to look you up and do some research before we did a stream, and I couldn't find your channel. Yeah, the algorithm, YouTube. I wonder. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. yeah but, so. I was just saying, I was just saying, like, yo, I ain't gonna lie. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a professional pocket watcher. I went on Social Blade um today and I checked on Cycles channel. This guy is still pulling more daily views than than this channel. Like it's crazy, and we upload like damn near every single day. Cycles haven't uploaded in like months, like four months or something like that. We just throwing oh, up. Thank you, grinding. Yeah, the uh, the evergreen um tactic that I used. So obviously. Are you not familiar with that? The, the anime Evergreen you're talking about? Yeah, Evergreen. So that's basically Evergreen videos are like videos that are timeless, right? Videos mm. that can always be watched over and over again. Yep. And if you tend to make controversy or add controversy to an Evergreen video, you make a timeless topic that people will constantly argue about. One of them is like, I don't know, when you start talking about like... um uh, couples and stuff and anime and stuff you know how people go crazy about these like pairings and stuff right it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what time you made the video about a pairing somebody's gonna chip in their opinion about how they like it or dislike it or whether it makes sense or not people are just gonna keep chipping into it you get what i'm saying so yeah. stuff like that and obviously just in general just normal evergreen videos talking about topics that 
are literally timeless, right? So yeah. That's, yeah, that's literally um, most of my videos that are still, you know, getting views here and there. I mean, I'm, I'm not really getting much off YouTube, but yeah, I still get that's something as far as the timeless video goes, because like, I'm not a content creator, really. Like, I'm just doing a podcast really with Bara, but like, I'm a I'm an avid YouTube. I, I watch YouTube videos avidly and I can say for sure that those is certain videos that you can watch over and over again, but in certain videos that you only want to watch that one time and you probably never want to watch it again. So yeah, I, I definitely mm -hmm. know what you're saying on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So another thing, just, just to get my background and film my, my views on cycles and everything cycle. I don't, I don't think I ever told cycle. No, I think I did. Cause I, I think we did a podcast together before, but I was essentially like a fan of cycles when I didn't even have a channel, like Cycles is one of the OGs when it comes to not only Boruto, but also Naruto content. Because I believe back then, Boruto, the anime hasn't even came out yet before when I was watching Cycles videos. You see what I'm saying? So I, I start off as, as a fan of Cycles. I made my own channel. You feel me? And then, then, we, then we got connected. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I've been watching Cycles for a long time. Yeah. So now, yeah, yeah. nah, bro. I, I remember this specifically. I remember me being on, on a Discord call with you, and I was saying, like, it's kind of crazy because I was watching you. You feel me? Like, <laughs> this is like the one, this is like the first time I was being on a Discord call, and it's crazy. And, uh, again, I always get this, like, t for inspiration for a lot of the smaller YouTubers out there. I'm telling you, all you have to do, you feel me, do chase your dreams or whatever you want. You you could literally be on the same call with somebody that you're watching. You could be on the same call with me. Be on the same call with like Forever or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. So the, the background of me and cycles just for me as a YouTuber, it, it, it was it was huge. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I can attest to that. And now you got a bigger channel than me. That's <laughs> hey. great, man. I like that. I like to see the progress, man. That's, really cool. like, that's kind of like me and you, Bar. Like I I watched you for years before I actually hit you up. Yeah, I got on a call with you, and the same thing with Naruto Explain. I watched for at least five years, four or five years before I actually got on a, like a channel with you or like got on a on a Discord call with Naruto Explain. So I was a big fan of y'all before I even thought about being a YouTuber. So that's 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 dope. Oh yeah, that's nice. Yo, I was just thinking because I, I don't think cycles you have you never really met Naruto Explained, right, Ian? I don't think I have. No. I ain't gonna lie, to that. a debate between y'all two would be legendary. Right, mm -hmm. I haven't met. Um, no, to explain, no, no, oh, okay. I can I sure watch you. your video cycles. I cannot forget that voice, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got like a, yeah. you, you, you have like a unique voice. I cannot forget that voice. I for sure watched you like back in the day. I know it for sure. <laughs> you niggas make me feel legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, though, you are, yo, yo, Cycles tried to, she, she tried to play me up a couple seconds ago by saying I surpassed him in subscribers. Realistically, if Cycles kept uploading consistently, he'd still have a bigger channel than, than, than me. You feel me? Hey, Mario, you ever, I feel you like ever think you're, you're, gonna, you're quite unique. Sorry, Cycles, go ahead. I'm saying, um, in general, like, my channel is different than yours, right? The way I present my stuff, the way you present your stuff is different. So I feel like, I mean, if we were collaborating together and stuff, you would possibly be either above or in the same level as me yeah because yeah yeah because it depends on your audience and um what they look for in terms of entertainment wise you speak quite quickly and i am more of a 
I, I talk too much, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> some of my explanations, <laughs> you're quite quick and straight to the point. So yeah. some people might, may like that and they may go to you and all that. So yeah, it depends on the audience. But Well, like, yeah, as, a, as, as a viewer fighting. though, like Bara, you make, um, how can I explain it? Like when an episode comes out or a chapter comes out, you look forward to a Bara B video, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. Bara doesn't really do like, like no disrespect, Bar, but you don't do like timeless videos. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of mm. uh, you you do reviews and stuff like that. I mean, which could be timeless, but like if you if you're doing like uh, mm. videos like how how uh, Cycle said he's doing like type of like more of like explain videos kind of, so you you can continue to watch that. Like your channel is real big because when you type in an episode, like I think I found you by typing in an episode or something like that, and then you know a lot of reviews come up, and then an algorithm just going to push you up. But yeah, you're. I mean, I'm not. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, you're. you're no. more like yeah. You know, like if you want to watch reviews and stuff like that, you go to Bar. You you when an episode come out, you know that Barbie or Naruto explainer somebody dropped a review and you kind of you. I, I respect your opinion on episodes and stuff like that, so I'll watch your videos. But you you don't really go back to your channel to like a week or three weeks in the in the future like you you don't go back to your video to watch a uh a episode review because you already passed that episode you know what i mean yeah i feel you and i, I try to fix stuff, stuff like that but mostly you know most of my content is either reviews or spoilers or even previews and reactions stuff like that so yeah 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 100 right you know you got cycles out here again talking about the shipping wars talking about mm-hmm. a lot a lot of stuff that's gonna stay you feel me yeah. not only that i remember <laughs> you know, this one right here is a legendary video. I'm just going through Cycle's channel. You guys can't necessarily see on the stream, but talking about Kakashi's son, and it's crazy because we just seen him in the tuning exam. Again, this right here is a video like I'll watch. Like this right here is crazy, and it has like 260,000 views. Like everybody loves it. Now we actually did get to see him fight. By the way, I don't necessarily want to get off the YouTube table because I, I love being praised and everything like that. But have you? <laughs> did you actually get to see the tuning exam with, with all the with all the tunings? Actually, well, the gangs actually fighting. Bruh, this tuning exam is a uh, is a bit mad, right? So I, I don't know. I don't mean negative, right? I'll just mm-hmm. say what I liked and disliked, right? So, nah, partner, talk talk, it, talk, talk about talk. it, bro. Because I I, I uploaded <laughs> a rant already, bro. I talk about it, partner. I I so let's talk about it from the start, right? So first of all, the matchups, right? When they did the whole um, Amado thing, getting captured, right? That mm. literally reminded me of the time Itachi and Kirame just like they just rolled up in the village. They them niggas just rolled up, high security and everything, and they still walked in. These people walked into the leaf village and captured the most wanted person in the village, right? Mm-hmm. And they're in they're in modern times. So how how does that happen, right? Amado, if he is the most like sought after or the most patrolled person inside the village, how did he get captured? I always talk about. Yeah, I always talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just rolling, mm-hmm. right? And then, then they just capture this guy, who must have max surveillance on him, but for some reason doesn't. That's the first thing that just didn't make no sense to me, right? Then mm-hmm. we go on to the the matchup. So when I saw that Boruto and Mitsuki were doing the little mission, I knew all right. I know what they're gonna do. They're gonna pull that whole, you know, um, best fight comes last kind of situation where. You know, Boruto Miski finish their mission and get there right on time. And then we get the best fight. That would have been good, right? Mm-hmm. And worthwhile. But that did not happen. And, and most of the fights, I I liked aspects of them. 
but in general, most of them were kind of predictable. So yeah, it's a bit mad. I mean, if you look at the the um, Chocho vs um, vs Sarada fight, I mean, I knew what was gonna happen, right? These two were portrayed as best friends, and now if you put if you pit best friends against each other, of course they're gonna have you know um, some kind of what do I call it? Like, what? How do you, what do you call it when people are um, they're reluctant to attack one another because they have this bond that's special, right? Hesitant. Would you call yeah, it? there you go. Yeah, they become more hesitant to fight each other. That was very predictable, and because of that, obviously, we, we obviously know that Sarada was going to win because come on, she's Uchiha. She got the Shidori. She got a shotgun, gun, right? So well, she yeah, couldn't have lost. She could have. She no no oh, she couldn't have lost. If she would have lost, I would have went crazy. Sorry, the fans would have went crazy. Sakura fans who dropped Boruto a long time ago because they seen how the writers was doing her, they would have went crazy. I'm telling you, it, the whole series would have turned upside down if they had Sarah to lose. It, it was impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that the one fight I did like though was the Denki fight, right? Because Denki literally went all Iron Man, right? This guy. Yeah, first of all, you you really need to like you know give him props for his progress. He started with nothing. He got inspired by Boruto, and then he's actually become a ninja that can actually use jutsu, and not only uses jutsu but has his own little you know unique spin on it. Do you get what I'm saying? So he doesn't hundred one hundred percent you know depend on ninja tools, but he's created something that we've never seen before, right? And there's original that comes from him. So that I was surprised about. And I was really interested in what he was going to do with that. And then there's that other kid. Um, I think, what's his name? Um, Hoki, the, the, the Kakashi-looking kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that came as a surprise. The Dotan that this guy was doing with the pillars coming out the ground. That's some high-level chakra shit right there that he did. That was so my I favorite fight. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah I, I feel like, yeah, I feel that was the best fight i believe that was the best fight because not only was he just using high level jutsus he was also using these mind tactics that he was taught by um taught to by sai and then inojin was also obviously doing his best i feel like that was the best fight out of um the 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 whole chinin exam and then i think the second would be um would be the the denki vs the uh the I forgot the, that girl's name. Yeah, Tubaki. that's it. I yeah, yeah. I think the the worst fight would go to <laughs> it would go to Iwabi and uh, <laughs> yeah. And I mean that that one was Yeah, that was. I don't know. I don't know if you remember this, but from the very beginning, from episode two, because I know you remember episode two when Iwabi fought Boruto, ever since then, he's been one of my favorite characters. And just to see how Iwabi gets hold, goes out, and gets absolutely destroyed, he got, he just completely simped over the female in the ring at the tuning exam while Kages are watching, bro. It right, yo, it broke my heart, partner. I ain't gonna lie. It broke my heart. Funniest Boruto rant on YouTube, I swear to God. And that was timeless. Yeah. I can watch that three or four times now. I can go back and watch that <laughs> even today. I can go back and watch that rant, man. Maybe you should create like a playlist of Barbie's rants so Facts. people can listen to rants. Today. Yo, his rants are timeless. You always go yeah. back to his rants, bro. Yeah, I, I think what my first rant was when I think we found out that there was a possibility that Rock Lee was bald. Oh, my goodness. That yeah, right there. Where did there. that come from? I remember that. Well, first things first, it was during the tuning exam, the first tuning exam, 
and I forgot who was fighting, but they did something. Wait, and when Naruto tuning exams or Boruto tuning exams? Boruto tuning exams. Oh. While he was a grown man, I think gotcha. around episode fifty or something. You you know what the time tuning exam yeah, was? Yeah, the first yeah, I one. You, I know which one you're talking about. Someone was fighting. Rock Lee was in the ring, essentially being a referee. And then wind came about, and it kind of lifted up Rockley's hair, and he kind of <laughs> pushed it down as if it was a toupee. Now I dig deeper, and I found out some rumors before that scene even happened that Rockley was bald. Bro, I teed off on a YouTube video, bro. I ain't gonna lie, it was terrible. Cause at mind you, at that point we was essentially accepting a whole bunch of other stuff that was going wrong, just absolutely wrong. Anko was fat. It was just everything was everything was bad. And now we got Rock Lee losing his hair. The guy who's always praising his youth. Nah, this is bad. Nah, I had come on, I had to. I had to. If you really think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um people do lose their hair and go bald and stuff. I mean, I like the fact that um Uncle was like obese and stuff because uh I think they kind of applied a, a little bit of a reality into into the anime and then obviously if, as people age they change and stuff right so some people's personality changed like hinata has become more confident um anko obviously has uh gained weight kind of thing and you know as you grow older you change into a completely different person so these sort of changes although some of them may be fortunate and unfortunate i feel like it's kind of realistic so if you know rockley lost his hair then i think that would be realistic you know i mean somebody's got to lose their hair because why not? So, uh, so, you know. Nah, but see, it's realistic, I, what, yo, see, this right here is like an overall dilemma that I have with the board to rise. They pick and choose which characters is gonna be though, which characters gonna be the big dog. I like to call them the big dogs. Kakashi didn't change at all. This man didn't gain a wrinkle. His hair was already white, so we can't see see him growing gray hair. Everything looks perfectly fine with Kakashi. Kakashi pop out tomorrow and essentially start destroying some Jonins. We wouldn't blink an eye. Right. But we got, again, Anko gaining weight. You feel nothing wrong with that, but let's keep it a G. Anko and Naruto Shippuden, she was what she was. Let's keep it, let's be all, all 100. Not only that, even the characters that, that I personally like, Iwabe, they have an actual agenda for him. It looks like he's going to be going down the Kiba route. I don't want to admit that, but that's what it's looking like. And it's just a whole bunch of other characters. Of course, we are. We all know the situation with Konohamaru. Let's not get let's not get started on that one. But we, we just know. Yeah, definitely. Konohamaru, nah, he's, uh, he's done. He is literally done. I think in the latest episode, they were talking about replacing him. That's the ultimate L oh. right there. The fact that your own students are doing better and fighting bigger fights than you have ever fought. That's a bigger L right there. Yeah, this is crazy. Real quick, because I, I see in the chat, they're talking about audio, how you guys look. Freaking, you know how to raise people's audio on Discord, right? If not, I could, I could show you. It's like no, 2.5. Not, how you do it? All right, so you see that our, our, our profile pictures on Discord. All you got to do is like right tap it. And then it'll oh, it'll show you user volume. user volume. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now don't overcompensate. Now I may have y'all have y'all sound like six nine or Meek Mill. Talk real quick, cycles. <laughs> cycles. All good. Talk. Uh, t- uh, talk right quick so he could so he could. Uh, uh, like, uh, let us know if you're louder. Or not. Is it working? Mm-hmm. How many people are on on the on the on the chat? It's like twenty. Oh, right now, just yeah, twenty five right now. Twenty five. Oh, that's 
not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's a decent uh, new channel. You feel me? A big shout out to everybody in the chat right now. Y'all don't got to be here, but y'all chose to spend y'all Tuesday afternoon with us. You feel me? Big shout out to y'all. It's nighttime right here, my G. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If y'all don't, you, yeah, my. Nigga, go ahead. Where you at, Cyclist? Hmm? I'm right here. Can you hear me? No. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 like location, location, you just so much time, yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, right here, um, yeah. <laughs> You say you're yeah, where, I'm yeah, sorry. UK. UK, okay. UK time, man. How, how yeah, UK. Think, Let's see. Huh. Someone says I'm still very quiet. Uh, let me turn it up more, yeah. I didn't want to turn it up too much and then... Wow, damn, I almost got you all the way up. You're at like 180%. Damn. I can't turn my voice up. Like, all I can do is turn up my microphone. So, hold on. Yeah. And I don't want to turn it up too much because last time I was like shouting and shit. And I see what you mean. Microphone's way too loud. I'm... But we can always turn up the volume at, at, when you cut it up. You, I mean, you can't really turn yeah, it down definitely. like that. So, it, it's cool. Definitely, definitely. They saying free game is quiet. He meant free game, not cycles. And see, oh. here you go, Nora. Oh, okay, here you go, okay. Nora. All yeah. right, so it's it's, it, it's cool. I can I can fix my audio. Like all I have to do is get closer to the mic. All right, say no more. Too loud. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel. All right, so I forgot what he's talking about. <laughs> I remember us talking about Konohamaru. That yeah, right there is a story in itself. Oh, he said Konohamaru was getting. Uh, you said Konohamaru was getting traded or something like that. Yeah. Oh no, no. Talk. What's that about? Yeah, I mean, yo, I ain't gonna lie. I even talked about that. I, I even talked about it in my review. Yo, Konohamaru for the last episode, this man was hogtied on the ground, looking like a damsel in distress. This man looked absolutely <laughs> atro- This it was pathetic. Now I get what he was. I get what he was doing. He was essentially waiting till the nighttime to make his move. But let's keep it a thousand. We thought that Konohamaru would be at least a Kotsky level. We thought this man would be Kage level. Like, but we get a regular Joni. Now, nothing wrong with being a regular Joni, but for a character like Konohamaru, which we grew up with, we expect him to be like, come on, at least a character like, I don't know, like Rock Lee? At least that level, obviously without the gates. But right. Rock Lee wouldn't even be in that situation where he's hogtied on the ground, essentially groveling before some rogue ninjas. Like, let's keep the G. Like, it's impossible. I even... In my review, I phrased it like this because I thought that Konohamaru would be a Katsu level. Could you imagine Sasori being that, in that position? My goodness. <laughs> well, the the way they try to like uh, save his character is saying that he did it on purpose. Come on, bro. He For got me, he got come... kidnapped on purpose and put in that situation so yeah, he can come. save the villagers or something like that. I believe it was. Oh my goodness. This guy. Uh, <laughs> Yo, again. Mm-hmm. All right. Yo, my my thought was a character that the person that we thought Konohamaru should have been, he should have been strong enough to just simply overtake that village and even become the Kage if he wanted to. Let's keep it a thousand. If anybody from it's not even about the rogue ninja and his lackeys, everything would have been seated to you. Like mission would have been done. I think Sasori 
off the rip. Like again, because I think that Cole Harris should be a Kotsky level if we keep it a thousand. That's that's just what I thought he should have been. Sarsi would have literally destroyed that everybody in control of that village in about five minutes with his puppets, and that would have just been it. He wouldn't have been hog tied on the ground like that. Right there is crazy. No, I completely agree. What is good? Someone said Konohamaru is above base Lee with durability. At least you can see that in the Ishiki fight. What Ishiki? Oh, no. Oh, they okay, because the, the, the reason why they're saying that is because he's the only one who pretty much was able to stand up after Ishiki dropped their pillars on him. Because, you know, Rock Lee was with them as well. You know what? I, got hit. I, think, I personally mm. think that a lot of people are really, like, overanalyzing uh, the, these fights, right? Say, for example, mm. if Ishiki is a... Uh, it's trying to punch Boruto, right? And then Boruto, just by a whim, just dodged, dodged the, the thing, right? And people are like, oh, right, great. That means that Boruto scales up to, you know, Otsutsuki level now because he was able to dodge a punch. Like, bro, like, it's just because someone was lucky or, you know, Shiki was, I don't know, maybe just, like, you know, trolling around or some shit like that. And Boruto dodged, it means, like, he scales up to this and that. Like, nah, that's... I, I feel like people are really over-analyzing with the whole... um, The... the the power scaling thing. I mean, I'll listen to some videos, right? Of um, who's this guy? Who's the who's the um, the known power scaler in the in the community? Either Seth, the programmer, or Swag Kage. I think those. Yeah, I'll listen to I'll listen to them um, talk about scaling, right? And I'm thinking, I mean, realistically, right? If these characters existed in the real world and we used the, those calculations, it would make sense. But half of the feats, right, that they're talking about. With some of these characters, if you look in the anime, like it's they haven't done them and they don't have the power to do that, right? One of them mm. that I heard was like Sakura is like mountain level, like Sakura is not doesn't have the power to destroy an entire mountain. I don't know if I'm getting that wrong or not, but nah, like some of the stuff that they've said, right? And obviously they've used data books and stuff to reference it, right? Mm. But some of the data books like it's not reliable. Say for example, right? They're saying that Amaterasu is as hot as the sun. But then, you know, when Sasuke used it on Naruto in the final fight, like, if it was really as hot as the sun, the guy's skin would have burnt off straight off the bat. But, you know, sometimes it's an exaggeration. Another one, yeah, with the power skin, and I feel like people are exaggerating. It's like, they talked about in the data book or somewhere, it said that Kinshiki was able to split the earth in half or something like that. This guy was near death, right? And... You know, did his hardest swing that he could in order to get rid of the Kage so he could fuse with Momoshiki. He did not split the earth in two. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, the actions mm-hmm. and the data are not matching up. Do you get what I'm saying? And because Power Scaling used the data, like, yeah, it, it literally just doesn't match up. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's, I feel like in terms of Power Scaling, it's really. It's really like up to uh, you know interpretation, but at the end of the day, I feel like most of the power scaling is really not accurate. I feel you're saying, but my personal point of view in regards to the power scaling and the statements is that a lot of the times they can't actually do like physically do what their feats allow them to do. For example, there's a fight between Naruto and Delta. We understand that ideology. Well, we. I, honestly, Naruto in his, in his own backyard fighting against a character like Delta would destroy his own house. But he suppressed himself and suppressed like all the blasphemies around him to essentially minimize the damage. So similar to a case like Kinshiki, now obviously it's a little bit different, man, because he was in a different dimension, but 
he's still on the battlefield with Momoshiki. He can't just completely tank the whole battlefield. I personally believe that that right there is is a logical argument as to why we don't necessarily see these characters like destroying planets and destroying, like giving moon level attacks on the regular. You see what I'm saying? So you're saying this essentially just suppressing themselves mm-hmm. and they're just using the amount of power necessary in order to achieve whatever they're trying to do yeah exactly yeah, you see that in dragon ball a lot too though because these are people who are like universal feats and stuff like that and you can see it when they fight but yeah, yeah they, they scale themselves back so they don't destroy the world or the universe they're in yeah but but like for example if when, when once we saw jigen like kick Sasuke out of his Susanoa. If he would have potentially hit the Earth with that amount of force, it may have actually it may have actually split the Earth. You see what I'm saying? Or even hit hit the Earth with some where he essentially knocked Naruto out of his QB chakra form. That right there would have also potentially hit split the Earth. But regularly, I don't think they'd they'd actually target an attack like that towards the Earth or towards a mountain per se to actually show their actual ability. I mean, it's definitely impossible. For example, if soccer is like bloodlust or, or, or something like that, then it, you could possibly see something like that. But even the overall and general idea of you know taking everything in a actual data, data books for gospel, again, I completely agree with you. We don't fully know. It's like, for example, there's a certain situation where Naruto has a illness in the actual... Um, in the actual data or not data books in the actual novels this right here is we don't really 100 know i'm not necessarily going to say for sure that naruto is actually going to get an illness because we haven't necessarily seen it actually be adapted to the actual series now again the data books are fine and then the novels are fine but until we actually get to see like tangible things in the actual anime and the manga we can't necessarily just arbitrarily go by that because the data books, I remember this right here was absolutely crazy when I first started reading the manga, but they kind of essentially put Sarda's strength and like Naruto's strength on like the same mm-hmm. tier in the data books. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Obviously, this right here is, is 100% not true. Yeah, so we have to obviously. Level, Sasuke, Naruto, and Asakura, correct? Yeah, that too. And Sarda. This right here, see, <laughs> it's hard to believe. And Sarda in regards <laughs> to her strength. This right here is crazy. We know this right here isn't true. So I kind of always kind of like mirror what they give us with the information that we do get from the anime and the manga to kind of find a happy medium because everything in the data books, my personal opinion, just doesn't make sense. Like, for example, you could read, um, reread the Boruto manga, I believe, at the end of chapter two and end of chapter three, they give like data book scans, for example, how strong someone is, how fast someone is, and they give actual number ranks. Sarda's number rank wasn't that far from like the Sasuke's number rank and the Naruto's number rank. That right there is just where I've been like, yo, I can't necessarily take everything in the data book for gospel. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie. We we we, we got to get to the fuckery. I ain't gonna lie. We, we, there's a <laughs> hey, we, we gotta bring your a, boy in, Melo. They they kept on asking for him in the chat. Oh, oh yeah. We can bring my guy Melo in. We can bring my guy Melo in. We, we was going to start asking the hard hitting questions to my guy Cycles because Cycles have Cycles been off YouTube throughout pretty much everything that happened in the anime. Like at all the big stuff that happened in the anime, Cycles haven't necessarily made a video about it. I don't know why. I, again, probably personal reasons. Nah. I understand one hundred percent. But mean, I can tell you everything right now if you like. Yeah, let's hear it. All right, all right. All right so, so... The... all right, rock out, rock out, rock out. So, so literally, right, um, since doing YouTube, I just got, like, on a burnout, if I'm being real with you. Not that I don't have any ideas, but 
eventually like reality just kind of caught up to me right obviously you're growing and uh, you need to make progress on life right so literally i had to make a choice and that is keep doing youtube and you know not make enough money to to live or to actually um sustain myself right and then mm. get back on youtube right so literally ever since i stopped doing youtube i've started like two businesses right mm. and one of them's making a decent amount of money but eventually as time progresses the businesses are gonna you know um make enough money for me to be kind of financially free and have all the time without having to work and actually focus on doing youtube right the other thing i've noticed is that i've been doing youtube all the way wrong right um i've done a lot of like research and stuff and youtube is not only just about you know getting you know paid through um ad revenue there's mm. sponsorships and all these other things as well right mm. and uh if you're not business savvy you know even with the, the least amount of subscribers you can actually make a living off youtube i didn't know that i thought you needed to have mm. like 200 to 300k but no there's people out there who literally only scrape like a thousand views and they're making enough to be financially free right and that's because that's they know how to operate on the business side of youtube if you get what i'm saying right. so right. i've just like rethought my whole thing and i looked at my channel too right i'd done one sponsorship i think it was like a loot crate thing right and mm. you know obviously if people register for it you know you get paid and if i get that then i can do youtube you know what i'm saying because i'm getting paid for what i'm doing so mm-hmm. yeah only problem was that nobody actually clicked it you get what i'm saying and then i realized i have an audience but um my most of my audience one um they don't get my videos because of the youtube algorithm youtube has become so saturated that their algorithm no longer suggests my channel and even if i do upload my subscribers don't still don't get it anyway right so Mm -hmm. and there's that and then there's obviously you know understanding what what my audience wants right of course they would not be interested in the sponsorships that i put on the channel because they're there for the information that i'm going to give them not to any sponsorship or anything like that so i felt like okay i've created a channel i've built an audience but it's not gonna help me um do this full-time kind of thing so i, I needed to rethink everything and that's why i started the other two businesses so i need to get the businesses to sustain me then do youtube you know, for oh, fun. Oh, instead of putting oh, so, YouTube into it. So are you saying, essentially confirm that there's a possibility that you would come back to YouTube? Oh, yeah. There's definitely a possibility. If I have the free time, I'll definitely come back on YouTube. I've actually been creating a content, right, um, uh, to, to put on my on my YouTube channel on Cycles. And, mm-hmm. and this time, right, I actually want to teach, like, you know, I want to teach niggas some game and, you know, how to get some pussy and shit again so i, I feel like <laughs> I if i was to you know because literally a lot of the people in the anime community right a lot of them are like you know nerds and stuff right and right. a lot of them don't get pussy you get me mm-hmm. so um if i was to literally teach anime niggas how to get pussy that'd be madness right that'd <laughs> be different. madness that's different so yeah yeah that's definitely different right so you mm-hmm. know yeah that's, that's one of the ideas that i have that you know i'm a I'm a self-improvement type of person, so obviously I feel like a lot of people in that community as well like need a lot of help with that's, self-improvement. No, it's like, it sounds like Kevin Samuels stuff right there, right? But minus the the the, the Godfather, the, yeah, the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, he, the yeah. difference between 
Kevin Samuels, right? And 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 what what I'm trying I'm trying to do eventually is that Kevin Samuels, like you tell he don't he doesn't like these women. He doesn't like these women, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying my best not to like curse, right? Because I don't want mm. the podcast to be demonetized, right? But he doesn't like he doesn't like these women. You can tell like Kevin Samuels been kind of hurt in the past, so he kind of takes his anger out on these women, right? But you know what he does say is kind of true. But I feel like with me, I can just instead of telling people to you know be mad up you know how women behave and stuff i could just tell them look it's just a game right and women will always everybody will always pick the best thing for them right so mm-hmm. you can't get mad at someone picking the best thing for them right you should be the best thing that they pick you get what i'm saying so mm-hmm. that's the sort of thing that I, I i think i would put on my channel if i made a comeback however I've actually started uploading on TikTok, right? Because, Bara, if you don't know, okay, with the amount of followers that you have on TikTok, mm. you can literally, you know, start making enough, right? To Whoa, create your you, job. You, you follow me on TikTok? Yeah, I recently, <laughs> I recently on, just made a TikTok account, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? Based on how the algorithm is on TikTok, right? I can still do the same YouTube stuff, right? in shorter bursts and then you know less work yeah less work it it, it basically suits the time that i have i have a limited amount of time right so Mm. if i can just make short videos and put them on tiktok that would better suit me so i'm still making content but i'm making on tiktok plus the algorithm is not as messed up as youtube is right now you get what i'm saying so discoverability is still there kind of thing So, yeah, I'll just make some videos on TikTok and then I'll see how that goes. Eventually, um, if TikTok works out well, my side hustles work out well, then I will definitely um, use the free time I have to jump back on, on YouTube. So, well, so definitely. What kind of business first are you first. doing right now? My bad, What are you focusing on right now? Like, what, what business are you, like, in? Oh, the business that I have. Right, so um, one of them was, I, I think, I believe I told Barra this, but this was a, a, a car rental business, right? So yeah. I was using this app called called Turo, right? Mm-hmm. And what Turo essentially is, is if it's basically your, it's basically like Airbnb, right? But with cars. So you rent out your car. If your car is just there on days that you don't use it, you know? Right. Say, for example, if, um, I don't know, uh, in London, um, most people that go to, into, the, you know, the central, like the center of the city, uh, you can't drive there, right? Because there are lots of like charges and stuff. So people like to catch public transport. So if you're mo- working Monday to Friday, Monday to Friday, you're not using your car, right? right? So you can literally put it on the platform and then people will come pick it up and then they'll use it. And then you get paid Monday to you know, Friday where whenever mm-hmm. someone decides to pick up. So on the days that you do need it, your car will be available. But on the days that your car's not doing anything, just sitting there, you're making money off of it. So... I have, I used to have actually, I used to have a total of five cars right on there and I was making at least a thousand easily a month, but I kind of got overwhelmed because obviously I have a, I had a nine to five job and I needed to balance that with, you know, taking care of booking stuff. So I limited it down. So I got myself a nice car um, and that pays a lot. That by itself, right, by itself earns me nearly you know, I don't know, 500 to 1,000 uh, a month, right? So I'm trying to hit, if I can get at least, if all my side hustles together can get me four grand a month, right? That'll be enough for me 
to your lips. Is, is that worth the wear and tear on your car, though? Because I, I don't like driving my see, car just for the wear and tear. See, it, the thing is, right, the thing is, I personally, I'm not a materialistic person, right? You mm. can give me the world's most expensive diamond, and after a month, you'll find it in my closet somewhere collecting dust, right? <laughs> I don't care about materialistic stuff. So, yeah, it's a nice car and everything, but right. um, I don't see that as a personal car that's my business you know what i'm saying it's, it's like an investment kind of thing right, right. i have my yeah. own car on the side that i use do you get what i'm saying or okay. all the cars are mine anyway right? right so it doesn't matter which one gets wear and tear or not i use all of them collectively is right. if three of my say for example i have like six cars right and five of them are being used i'll just use whichever one is available to go where i need to be do you get what i'm saying right. so i don't have one dedicated personal car they're all my cars and i use whichever one is available kind of thing that's kind of like um how it works basically that's that right and then that's that's the, that's the first side hustle right and then the second side hustle is in real estate right so i started a, a real estate business recently okay. and well so, um, yo, this... i ain't gonna lie real quick the real estate business over here in the u.s it's kind of tapered down after like the pandemic so in the uk i, I, I might uh, nah, kind of went up bro how it went up all, I mean, every, wow. all properties well, went up in value well specifically so, no, no no that right there i'm talking about in, in regards to acquiring the property buying oh, yeah, houses yeah, yeah. that right there is definitely, incredibly difficult definitely. nowadays because definitely. of the high in prices you don't but, need to, well, how you is, don't need properties with what i'm doing so what i'm doing is basically um rent to rent right so it's kind of like subletting right but <laughs> which is illegal right it's, it's illegal in the state right uh, specifically, I don't is, know what that yeah, is, but that just is. know oh, that we are oh, subleasing. You're talking about like if you're renting a house and then you rent it out to somebody else. Yeah, on the low key, right? Yeah, that's no, I don't illegal. think that's that's not illegal. I don't think I be watching uh these judge shows and shit, and people do that all the time. <laughs> all right, right, right. So, well, in the UK, right? If if you were to rent someone's house and then on a low key rent out to somebody else, right? That's mm-hmm. illegal. However. It is not illegal if the the person that owns the house is aware of it and has signed a right. contract agreeing yeah. to it, right? So essentially, mm-hmm. you can rent somebody's house, right? Say, for example, if... Um, let's use simple numbers, right? Say, for example, per month, the person asks for 1000 right? Mm-hmm. And the person has, like... Yeah, well, the person has, like... Let's say the, the, the house has, like, um, five rooms, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if I do the math, right? Oh, you just rent out each room? If you, Yeah, if you rent out each room, so that's 500 times piece. 5, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 500 piece, that's 2,500. That. Yeah, exactly, right? So you take out the rent, and then you take out the bills, and whatever's left is what you keep, yeah. right? You pocket and that's one deal. Yeah, yeah, 800, right? That's one property. Now, if you multiply that, then you have, what, 800? Let's say, for example, if you find... If you find five of those, that's eight hundred, right? Times five, that's four grand. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you're gonna have a lot of tenants. So what you do is you pay a company to manage those properties for you. Management right? company. Yep. Exactly. You pay a management company to manage those properties for you, and then you can just sit there, cross your legs, right, and make four grand easily. No, I, this I, I never really heard about this type of side hustle. Now, obviously, I've seen this practice happen where you, you rent out a, a, a bedroom 
but I never really thought of it like a side hustle. This is like, this, this is crazy. This is like a smaller step down from actual real estate investing where you actually buy a house and then you rent yeah. that whole house out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, basically, you, you just rent out a house and, and you're leasing yeah. it to other people selling each room. Literally, as long as, as, long as the, the, the owner is cool okay with it, yeah. it's cool. It's, it's, it's money, you know what I'm saying? And I think the U.S. as well, they do something called the wholesaling where they get a house and then... Um, yeah, I don't know they, they, they sell well wholesaling they kind of buy the house they get the contract and then they sell the contract you see what I'm saying essentially I wouldn't necessarily say you, you don't you don't do anything in regards to actually spend the money you, you obviously spend the money to get to acquire a contract but in regards to going to the house and stuff like that refurnishing the house and actually fixing up the house that all that process is completely done all you're doing is reselling the contract which is a crazy business in itself See, here's the thing, right? See the the strategy I just to, uh, told you about, right? You mm. don't necessarily have to... Uh, say, for example, okay, so the strategy I told you about, there are loads of people out there looking for these opportunities, right? They're looking for yeah. um, a lot of, you know, homeowners who are okay with doing the whole rent-to-rent strategy, right? What you yeah. can do is you can get a homeowner to agree to do a rent-to-rent strategy, get them to write, uh, to sign the contract agreeing to it and then what you can do is you can just sell the contract to somebody who's looking for an opportunity like that do you get what i'm saying you can tell them look if you give me a grant i'll give it to you right i'll give this opportunity to you and once you know they agree to it you just made a grant mm. literally a thousand just made from just selling off, the, off selling the contract selling the contract right and it costs you no money mm-hmm. because you didn't pay for the house you didn't you didn't pay for any refurbishment. You didn't do anything, right? Yeah, you, you just got someone to agree to something, put that on a contract, and then just sell the contract. That's right? it. I never fine. even thought about that. Yeah. So, so, those, so those are your two side hustles. That's, this is crazy. This is yeah. crazy. All right. And That's then here's, here's, a, here's a third one I'm thinking about, right? I'm thinking about um, basically kind of like um, drop shipping, right? So about using Facebook. So what I'll do is I'll list items on Facebook, right? And then... Pretend they're mine, right? But they're actually on Amazon, right? So, say for example, if I don't know, someone's selling a pen on Amazon for like a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. I'll put it on Facebook and I'll say, Oh, um, I'm selling this pen for like, I don't know, five dollars, right? If someone buys it, then I just order it from Amazon straight to their house. So that's, that's drop shipping. Drop shipping is? Yeah, I've heard of that's it before, it. but I never like understood how it worked. So, you're yeah, basically that's, selling that's... somebody else's uh, product, exactly, right? Yo, All so the I... stuff that you see on Amazon right are all cheap like a dollar right you'll see a phone charger on on amazon that's probably like eight dollars or ten dollars right mm-hmm. but if you look at where these charges are coming from they're coming from china right yeah and in china all these products are like i don't know um, 50 cents or two cents or something like that mm-hmm. the, when you're paying you know eight dollars for these products you're paying so much money because they've actually bothered with importing it from china so it takes a very long time right yeah because if it was to order from China, so it would take probably like a month or two before the item comes to your door. Right. Whereas if you order from Amazon, it comes within like a day or mm-hmm. the next day, right? That's because they already have the stock. They've already ordered and done the long process from China already. So if you're paying $8 for right. an item that's like, I don't know, 50 cents, it's because they've already done the, 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 work, the, the yeah. you know, yeah, they've already done the work. That's why. That's literally it. If you order something from Amazon, it's drop shipping. Done. Yo, That's I've it. seen some, I've seen something on a completely different scale, similar to this. I somebody put me onto this hustle. You essentially, and nobody, nobody offered me. Don't, don't the viewers in the chat don't 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 hit me up with this. 
because I edit my own videos. But some people will actually email other YouTubers asking to edit their videos, mm -hmm. and they'll give them a price. Mm -hmm. They'll have that price, but it's instead of them actually editing the video, they'll go to Fiverr and actually hire somebody who'll do it cheaper, Damn. and then they'll actually finish the edit, and then they'll just keep the difference <laughs> in the money. Damn, so the person really awesome. didn't do any work. Right. All they did is just all, all they did was just hire a person that would do the job cheaper, cheaper. and just keep the money. Damn. Yo, it's a, it's a whole so bunch of hustles, hustles out here. Bro. Damn. It's a Literally. whole bunch of and hustles out here. What, you, what I could do is get every single method, right? Create a step by step. And then create a course. Courses on YouTube, right? It. Exactly. And teach people. <laughs> I saw yeah. that, or I don't know. Go on TikTok and create like a a page dedicated to teaching people little side hustles and stuff. You're gonna get a lot of followers and sponsorships, right? Mm -hmm. I've learned definitely from YouTube that um, there's some people out there, like I said, that are getting only they're averaging around a thousand views per video, right? But oh, their CPM cool. is high up in the sky, right? So if they hit a thousand views, right, with my channel, say for example, if I hit a thousand views, I'll probably get like three dollars. There's people out here on YouTube who have a CPM, right, of sixty dollars per thousand views. Damn, I couldn't right? imagine. And I it's not even that hard damn. to get. It's not it's not even that hard to get. All you need to do is literally do finance um content on YouTube. Yeah, that's it. Depending on the type of content that you do, mm. right, your CPM is, is calculated. So anything that's money related mm -hmm. that you do on YouTube means that you're gonna get better sponsorships and and, and more money, right? With your CPM. It, it, so I understand. Going, like, how, how did yeah. you get your first sponsor, Bar? Because I remember you were sponsored by um, you had to a sponsor on there, and I actually downloaded the app. What it was called, Wondershare. I only downloaded Wondershare mm -hmm. because you uh, advertised it. So how do you how did you come across your first? pay sponsorship what well, well this right here what well, my sponsorship journey it's a little bit different from everybody else man because starting out i had certain services that was offered to me that probably not necessarily going to be offered to you guys for example when i was a real small youtuber around ten thousand subscribers mm -hmm. there was a website called famebit now famebit recently partnered with youtube and they completely changed this whole operations but back then all you had to do was email companies and then they'll get back to you if they did want to actually sponsor your your, your a video or something like that. Okay. That shut down. I, I, I then went to another website called ggcontent.com. This right here was so much easier. I didn't even have to reach out to anybody. I just have to click join campaign, and then they'll hit me back about a couple hours later with an offer. So that mm. right there was just that. And now I'm fortunate, fortunate enough to be at this position where companies are just emailing me, you feel me, oh. offering, offering to sponsor some of my videos. Now, uh, obviously, I don't necessarily take all of them. I actually, I actually <laughs> deny like ninety something percent of them because I'm right now. I'm, I'm only working with the companies no, that I know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's <laughs> yeah that's I feel. Dope. But on a, on a bigger scale, on, on a bigger scale, real quick, I I could talk to Mello about this. I wish Mello was in his call so so he could oh, co-sign. Let me get him like, on. My bad. Let me get him on. All right, say no more. He, but, uh, I was supposed to bring him on a while ago, but we had started talking about real estate and shit. <laughs> but me and Melo, me and Melo was actually talking, discussing this when he was basically talking about how he himself, as a YouTuber, he already knows how to make videos. He already knows how to edit tiles. He already knows how to edit how, how to edit videos. So whatever venture that he's probably gonna go on on a, hypothetically a second channel, mm -hmm. he's gonna be ahead of the game than a lot of other YouTubers. And Cycles on the same page. Cycles knows how YouTube works. Cycles knows how even TikTok works. Video creation never really dies from the actual creator. You see what I'm saying? They're always gonna know how to create mm -hmm. video content. Yeah. So especially with Cycles in his, in his situation, if he wants to start another channel, 
or even continue on his channel talking about different things, he already has the basis. And this right here is something that Free Game could easily learn. He's not necessarily on that level yet, but if he just if he just takes some of the effort that he puts in his channel into his own channel, I think that he'll definitely be there real quick. But again, this right here is a special type of talent that YouTubers actually have where they can actually make content no matter what. They can always make it entertaining, make it palatable for the audience to actually feel mainly because they've had years of already putting in work to build up that necessarily talent. That necessary that necessary talent. That necessary talent. No, I get what you're saying. I I learned a lot from you though, bro. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Um I mean, like I just watch how you work on this channel and I, that's why I said I'm just gonna take a break from mine. Cause I just want to see how you work mm. and how you operate. Cause you know YouTube, bro. Like I, I hit you up and told you last time. Like, like you got the algorithm fig- figured out. And I'm just learning from you, really, bro. So that's why I haven't really put nothing. Yes. In. And then I wait until I move into my new place. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. So what cycles? Whatever you want, you feel me. In regards to video content, I 100% believe that you're gonna be successful. If you want to talk about NFTs, if you want to talk about male self improvement, you want to talk about other stuff like that. I definitely believe you're gonna succeed in whatever you do. And now and I remember oh, you real. talked about TikTok. Oh, this right shit. here is other. This not right know here. Mello was yeah. In. Yeah, Mello, Mello. Yo, Mello. I think your your um your your mic echoing a little bit. I think he's picking up the desktop audio. Yeah, the desktop audio. Mm, story of my life. Hold on, give me a second. Why is, right, keep talking. Why is it only picture. always mellow that sounds like a robot though? Like this is crazy. Else. Yo, I was just every stream, I was just bro. talking to Discord. I was just talking to Discord him yesterday. He sounded damn it perfectly. But I just want to introduce my guy Cycles to my guy Mellow. Mellow's uh Mellow's another YouTuber. You know, Cycles Mellow, Mellow Cycles. It's good, bro. Nice to meet you, man. What's up? What's up? What, what do you uh? What do you make YouTube uh, content about? Uh, he's a retired YouTuber. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I say, I say, uh, retired for now. He just mm-hmm. uploaded a video about four it's months fun. ago. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Currently, I'm just working on a on a um a game, a Dragon Ball Z game, right? I'm learning how to like program and all these other things, so. Eventually, I'm gonna drop that on my channel right there, and then, yeah, it's gonna be mad. He went to the how to get pussy nice. too. I fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely uh, good at the the social side of life. Definitely. <laughs> That's what's nice. Nice. Well, it's nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. So, what you So, what are you guys talking about? Oh, we, I was just talking, I was just hitting on the TikTok thing because Cycles brought up that, that he actually joined TikTok recently and uploaded some content. I was just saying, TikToks, they're very similar to the YouTube shorts. So if you upload on TikTok, you might as well start uploading some YouTube shorts on YouTube. Facts, facts. That's true. Yeah. I think there's um there's a, mon- a monetary benefit to the YouTube shorts as well. So Yeah, definitely. Though, yeah. I still need to do some research about the, the how the algorithm works on that. So like I said, the YouTube algorithm is completely broken, right? It's now more, it rewards the people who are um, more popular, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're new, like, the chances of you being discovered are extremely low. So that's right. that's what the, uh, I mean, See, it, it, literally, right now, the most important thing is click-through rate, right? So, mm-hmm. I was just talking to Mel yeah. about this yesterday. You, <laughs> what? It's a little it's a little bit different with the shorts because shorts is relatively new and because they're relatively new, YouTube wants to push out shorts, which is why I'm personally trying to get into it myself. But 
a lot of times shorts is like something completely different in itself if you look on your phone or the youtube app on your phone there's a completely separate um thing just for shorts so it's almost like tiktok where you just scroll through it and you see a bunch of shorts so it's not necessarily like the regular algorithm almost similar to tiktok and i always tell new content creators a lot especially when if they have a, a core niche the best place to actually start out is going to be TikTok because it's a lot of organic growth. And this right here is, I, I actually tweeted this out when I started my TikTok and I didn't necessarily share my TikTok on, on my YouTube channel until I got around 35,000 followers on TikTok. I uploaded to this day about 20 TikToks and I still have like, like 40 something thousand uh, followers. It's like the easiest organic growth that you can have and build a fan base, a stable fan base from that. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly why I'm on there now. Mm-hmm. It's a better opportunity, especially for people who are new. I feel like right now, um, if someone wanted to start a YouTube channel, right, I feel like they should, you know, probably go on TikTok and build an audience there and then use that traffic to divert from TikTok to YouTube. I feel like that helps a bit more than, you know, starting from scratch and from nowhere and, uh, you know, suffering from the algorithm from YouTube just crushing you down, you know, just struggling and grinding out till you make it. That's that's how I would um, strategize the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Now, now you feel, I don't want to continue this whole thing not talking about Boruto because you feel we like a solid 50 minutes in yet. I don't think we talk about Boruto a lot, but <laughs> one of the <laughs> big cycles, I don't know if you actually watched our podcast before, but me and Melo, we have this ongoing dispute about Who's actually no. stronger, Sarda <laughs> or Kawaki? I'm jumping straight in. Sarda or Kawaki? Who do you think is actually stronger? And I actually, I actually told Melo that to you may be on, you may be on his side, Melo, because I, I believe you told me that you believe that Sasuke was stronger than Naruto. I personally interpreted that as saying that you're actually a Sasuke fan. I'm not trying, you know, I ain't trying to get into no debate about Naruto and Sasuke in the, in the battle, in the last battle or anything like that, or the All final right, see, battle. So now you but... got me interested, right? <laughs> now you got me interested. All right. Um... Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, um, let's set the premise right. Let's let's set it up right. Because if it's just like Kawaki versus Sarada, that's, that, that's, not, that's a little out of context, right? So, so it's Kawaki without the karma seal, right? True. And in particular, the Kawaki that was in that that chapter that quote unquote snuck Sarada, oh right? That chapter versus a Sarada Uchiha with her Sharingan. She wants all the smoke, all of her abilities on the table. Chidori, Sharingan, Genjutsu, the variety of elemental ninjutsu tactics and strategies that only a shinobi would have. All of that versus a, a, a Kawaki without the Karma Seal. Most Who of them wins? are useless, but you go ahead. <laughs> Who wins? And my, my answer was Sarada. Easily. Cycles, mm-hmm. let, let us know. So I just wanted right. to clear. Uh, it's a bit tricky, right? Because you could say, you could use all Sarada's Uchiha abilities, but let's be real, right? She's not as good with the you know, the shouting gun, right? She's not as natural of it as, like, you know, Sasuke was when he was younger, right? Because, you know, with her, she can keep her shouting gun on. I mean, according to Sasuke, she... though, she's more talented than he was at her age. Well, so, yeah, she can, she can use it. That's all. Definitely. Right. She can Let him make the point. Let him make a point. She can definitely use the 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 skill better, right? It doesn't mean she's good at maintaining it. You know what I'm saying? She really struggles keeping her shouting gun on. 
Okay. Right. So that could be a huge. Uh, it could be a huge downfall with, with her power. Um, Kawaki is really good at Taijutsu for some reason. I don't know. Well, obviously, Jigen or Ishiki trained him, right? So he's really, really good at Taijutsu, right? So in terms of Taijutsu and just raw hand-to-hand combat, I'd have to give it to to Kawaki because he's got that brutality, right? And he has the the body morph thingy that he does, right? That by itself is kind of like a cheat code. It kind of gives him an advantage as well. So in terms of hand-to-hand, right? It doesn't matter how good Sarada is with, you know, a Taijutsu, right? Um, Kawaki would just be a hard hitter. I mean, he kind of blew a hole through someone, right? Or turned someone to paste with with that power mm-hmm. alone, right? So, yeah. Um, though with with, with, with Sarada's... No, 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 without the common skill, yeah. Without the common skill, yeah. Um, in terms of, like, with Sarada, obviously she has, you know, Sakura's uh, heavy punch, right? That, mm-hmm. that uh, what's that? Is it Cherry Blossom Clash or something? The Chakra Punch, yeah. You, you... Well, yeah, the yeah, right. Punch, See, we ain't, we ain't with all that pink stuff. <laughs> so, so I'd say it, with with that one, it depends, right? Because you can be a heavy hitter, right? But if you don't hit anything, then there's no point. So if your opponent is faster, than mm. you, then you're not gonna land any punches. You get what I'm saying? Like, say for example, if Sakura was fighting against Rock Lee, right? Mm-hmm. Sakura would definitely end exactly Rock Lee with one punch, right? However, Rock Lee is too quick. So it's like what Goku said, right? With the the uh, in the time chamber when he had a lot of muscles, right? He said, "You can have all this power, but if you can't hit your opponent, there is no point." Right? Mm, Sorry, is kind of fast though, bro. Like she can, I, I don't know. So oh, I can't. I, I so know. oh yeah, with the Shadow yeah, she is fast. Right? She is fast. With, with the Shadow Gun, she is so, fast. So... Shadow on. definitely. Right. So so you don't think yeah. that she can keep up with 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 um. With Kawaki, if she had a Sharingan active, you think he's too quick if she, for her? If she had a Sharingan active, right, she can keep up with Kawaki. Okay. I definitely think she can, right? But not for long because that thing's going to turn off. And once it turns <laughs> off, it's over. So listen, 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 listen. I'm about to end everybody's career on this podcast. <laughs> so before I do that, before I before I do that, before I go in, right, I'm hoping my mic sounds clear. I've changed some still- settings. I hope it sounds clear. No, nah, it's still kind of robot yeah, but we can hear you, man. man. We can hear you. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I think it's this Discord, bro. I don't think it has nothing to do with your with you. Because it's only yeah, with you, bro. like, nobody Hopefully. else. And I, Did that do something? I think you pissed the Discord hmm? server off, bro. Oh, fuck me, you know bro. All right, rock out, rock out, rock out. We ain't, we ain't trying yeah. to be too distracted. We can't yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. So, so, Bar, make your argument. Um... I heard Cycle's argument. Uh, Bar, I want you to make yours, and then I'm, I'm going to go ahead and end your career real quick. Well, Sorry. there's no argument. There, There's really no argument from my side. I stated my points. I said that there's, this right here shouldn't even really be a conversation. Cycle, I know you haven't really heard my point of view about this certain situation. I just think that there's different levels. Kawaki, Boruto, Mitsuki, and Shinki, they are all on completely different levels than every other game or tuning now that is in the Hidden Leaf Village. Now, that's not to say that Sarada is bad by any means. No, she's stronger than 99% of the Genins and Chunins in Naruto and in Boruto. But as we know, there's different levels. We compare Kawaki, Boruto, Shinki, and Mitsuki to other Jonin. 
We don't compare Sarda to other Joni. Sarda was just in a dogfight with Chocho. Boruto washes Chocho base. Kawaki base washes Chocho. Shinki washes Chocho. Mitsuki washes Chocho. It's no debate. So Sarda, I respectfully understand where she is in regards to the totem pole among Genin. But again, that's not who we're comparing the big dogs to. And Sarda respectfully, oh, let me finish. Sarda respectfully is not yet a big dog. Now, there was a couple of things that, if if y'all know, Free Game and Mellow got on a stream. I wasn't really in this stream, but they were essentially (laughs) talking about a a bunch of stuff that Sarda could do to to, 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 to Kawaki. I think the biggest one that y'all was mentioning was Genjutsu. But again, there has been no proof that Otsutsuki members are susceptible to Genjutsu. And as we know, Kawaki is 80% Otsutsuki. Not Bar. only that, hold up, not only that, people were questioning Sarda in regards to Kawaki's speed. Kawaki, well, in this chapter, when Kawaki and Sarda had their fight, Sarda seen Kawaki. This wasn't a situation where she was caught completely off guard. She seen Kawaki. Kawaki blitzed Sarda and Boruto had to jump in. Now, you might have the argument that Sarda with a Sharingan may have seen Kawaki faster, but my point about this whole thing is that you can read an attack, but it's all about if you can react to the attack. I'm pretty sure Sarda right now can, with her Sharingan, can see every single move that Rock Lee, adult Rock Lee, would want to throw at her. But can she react so. to those attacks? That's <laughs> all. That. She can those see those so, are my point. So Bara, as he said, he was in the last podcast. He already knows what my argument is, and he's still about to lose. Okay, so like check this, this out. Check no, I like this. this. One of us about to lose his argument. I like Get this. Up. Get up. Check this out. Check this out. So, um, I like I, look. I like the deconstruct things, right? I like to take it step by step, ability by ability, feet by feet, prestige within the lore to make it make sense, right? So, you can you can tell me um, unquantifiable things like we want to compare Kawaki to the top tiers, like the Jonin. Okay, but how do you really quantify that in a versus battle? We need to stick to the tangible, right? Not not the abstract. So here's the thing. Let's talk about Jutsu. Let's talk about that, right? So, when we talk about chakra control, you said that the Sharingan cycles. You said that the Sharingan would deactivate. This is a plot point that was brought up in the deeper arc. Now, we know that this has more or less been addressed via the training that she was having with not only Sasuke, but Sakura as well. Sasuke was training her to be able to maintain the Sharingan for longer so that she can dodge deepest cubes and Sarada or Rep. The Sakura was training her so that she can have better chakra control, right? These are two chakra control and a longer sustainability for the Sharingan. These things have been addressed already. Number one, I want to lay the proper foundation here. We're talking about a Kawaki without the Karma Seal, okay? Versus a Sarada with the Sharingan and all her abilities. She wants to smoke. They both do. Who wins? Okay. Yet, Kawaki did sneak up on a Sarada who didn't want to fight him to be begin with this is not the same version of a starter that we're talking about in this particular versus battle i don't feel like we need to keep going back to this scenario right is completely different circumstances and context that's number one number two when we're talking about speed 
right? We gotta oh, look at. Are you in a chat? Capping, bro. <laughs> we gotta look at. Uh, let Melo let Melo finish. Let Melo finish. We gotta look at speed feats for a Kawaki, right? And a lot of things that people want to rest their 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 hat on is Kawaki running up a hill really, really fast, and Mitsuki saying, "Nani, he's fast." <laughs> That's very impressive. I mean, look, heel level, super dope. I fucks with it heavy, but it's not really, you know, something I would lay my hat on in terms of quantifying his speed, right? So Cycle said he blew a dude up. Of course, that was with the karma still, so that doesn't really apply here. Um, nice to meet you for the first time, but sorry, I gotta get you too. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to Jutsu, right? He has Fire Style and Shadow Clone Jutsu for the most part. He can barely do the Shadow Clones. We know that Sarada's is Fire Style superior, and she can do Shadow Clones better than he can. She was doing this shit before she was even a Guinea, and the shit's nasty. So, and and not to mention her Lightning Style, her Wind Style, so and so forth. But when it comes to Elemental Mean Jutsu, Sarada's superior. A. When it comes to hand-to-hand -hand combat, we know the Shotgun's about that business, bro. Predictive algorithms, as it were. She can see things happen before they come. We are exactly almost like precognition, a future sight. So even no matter how you want to make the assumption that Kwaki's hand-to-hand -hand is better than her, she will scale to him via the properties of the Shotgun. That just makes logical sense. Anything else is headcanon. That's number two. Hand-to-hand -hand combat. I'll give them e e equality, right? Fine, perfectly fine. When it comes to physicality, Kawaki is physically stronger because he's a cyborg, sure, but of course we know Asarada kind of evens out with her monster strength, right? Not to mention the power of the Chidori, which increases striking power, but not only that, but speed. And let's talk about speed. Never mind Kawaki being heel level, that's adorable, but of course Sarada has the lightning style amp of the chidori which speed blitzed boro who is stronger than goro who people use for kawaki's speed feet interesting so we know that she's going to be faster than kawaki as well at least with the um the predictive algorithm algorithm of the sharingan in tandem with chidori's speed amps and um striking amps so in terms of speed strength they match up um speed she's superior jutsu's better um hand-to-hand -hand combat let's match that up just to play fair now, when it comes to intellectual prowess, that's tactics and strategies on the battlefield. Sarada is a shinobi. The ninja's art is deception. She's about that life. Caught a jonin, Konohamaru, and again, Jutsu before she even became a genin. Super nasty. She's a prodigy with her Sharingan. Sasuke even said so her, um, himself. Now, you can say she, she doesn't have um, good chakra control or whatever, but we know that's been addressed. I talked about that earlier. So when it comes to Genjutsu, can an Otsutsuki be placed in a Genjutsu? Bro, I haven't heard a panel, an interview, or anything in the anime to suggest otherwise. I don't know where this came from, but you you have to make that make sense to me. Because as far as I know, yes, an Otsutsuki can be placed in a Genjutsu. And if you're operating under the assumption that Kawaki is rewritten about 80% into an Otsutsuki, thus he is Otsutsuki, thus he won't be able to be placed in a Genjutsu. We know that they have to use karma to access any of their Otsutsuki abilities. Otherwise, base Kawaki now would be God's here, and he's not. So, not only that, but if we were factoring in him being a cyborg, and his eyes are cybernetic, and he can't, um, we can't place him in a Genjutsu because his brain's, he's, he's Robo-Man or some weird shit. No, right? There's no evidence to support that claim. We don't really know which parts of him are cybernetic outside the ones that he shapeshifts. So that doesn't bear fruit. 
So there's no counter to her Genjutsu. There's no counter to her Shinobi prowess where she's going to catch this dude in some strategy that he couldn't think of because he's not from this culture. There's no counter for the ninjutsu elements. Physicality's matched up with her monster strength. Um, hand-to-hand combat's matched up with the predictive algorithm of the Shotgun. Like, what am I missing here? Like, like outside of, uh, uh, what, he gets cucked by Shinki, who's impressed by Tsubaki's speed, who gets defeat by a dink- defeated by Dinky. Like, what are we talking about here? So, like I said, this is just my opening salvo. I got more. So let me hear the counter, please. Well, so, See, yeah, I'm, I'm fully cycles convinced. If I'm because mm-hmm. think about this, right? Meet you, cycles, my friend, my good buddy. That's good. <laughs> oh, I mean, all the proof of that. All the proof of that to uh, to to um, prove your point. Exactly. So, I, mean, no, I think so. Bar, let's no, I, I like this. I like this. I like this because I, I told Freegan I thought Cycles was going to be in his side. So I like this. It's a three versus one. Well, the first thing, of course, is the last thing that you guys brought up that I do want to point out is going to be the Genjutsu. And all my, you did actually talk about uh, Kawaki being altered cybernetically. I don't care about that. My point is simply on the fact that he's an Otsutsuki. For example, hypothetically, if a character like Sasuke would have known that Genjutsu would have worked on a character like Kaguya, I'm pretty damn sure that he would have used it. If Sasuke would have known that Genjutsu would have worked on a character like Urushiki, like Kenshiki, like Momoshiki, like Ishiki, like even Jigen, he would have used it. But we've seen time and time again that Sasuke just flat out did not use it. Now, of course, you might have to, you might bring up the, the point that Sasuke a lot of the times just flout does not use Genjutsu but a lot of times when Sasuke actually does fight he's not necessarily fully and I mean fully outmatched there was no question in most of those fights with Otsutsuki members he was outmatched he was forced to retreat versus Kenshiki we seen what Ishiki Otsutsuki did, did to him essentially looked like Ronaldo in that fight that's besides the point. We under, we understand we understand what Kagi's situation was. Naruto spent most of that fight fight fighting against Kagi and while Sasuke was on the run. Let's keep it a G. A lot of the times we've never really seen Otsutsuki be susceptible to Genjutsu. And the reason why we even question if a person is susceptible to Genjutsu is if they they don't have the idea or the actual mindset to actually flip around to Genjutsu. Again, Otsutsuki members, they're a completely different breed. They have damn near full control over a chakra. Kawaki's different male because, of course, he's he himself isn't necessarily of. I wouldn't necessarily say a genju. He's not necessarily a ninja, so he doesn't necessarily have to know how to manipulate chakra. But because he's an Otsutsuki, I personally believe that he has some thought of exactly how to manipulate and how to get out of that genjutsu. For example. A couple of chapters ago, we seen Kawaki learn how to completely mask his chakra, something that regular ninjas cannot do, but Otsutsuki members can do. And again, Kawaki had no idea how to do this, but he did it again. Bar. So I. Quick hold, question. Hold, for hold, you. hold Rock out. Quick question for you. Um. Mm-hmm. So, when okay, <laughs> in the case of. No, we, right. we just talking about Genjutsu because I, I didn't touch any other point. Okay. We just talking Genjutsu. If you got a question about Genjutsu, I know, I know, I let know. me know. Okay, question about Genjutsu. So number, all right, all right, I have like three questions. I'll ask them really quick, really quick. So number one, I don't think you're Sasuke versus Otsutsuki, but didn't use Genjutsu. Therefore, Otsutsuki aren't susceptible to Genjutsu idea. Really pans out. It's a little too abstract, and I don't think that can be proven. In the lack of like, like tangible evidence, I, I, I think we have to go with what makes sense that they can be placed under um, Genjutsu. I think that's just the writers not wanting to cop out with some super 
I mean, he could just use fucking easy Nami, easy Nagi, and win. But you know, they didn't do that. Yeah, he could have done no, that. No, no. I agree, right? Here's the right. thing, right? Here's what I think. Right? Wait, there, there may well, be a uh, point to. It doesn't part. There may Wait, be a point I to them being quite, acceptables well, against Yusu because when the infinite Sukiyomi was casted, I don't like. Uh, they wasn't scared or nothing. Exactly. We. We already know this. I, I think I think it's quite the opposite. I think common sense would lead you to believe that Otsuki members are not susceptible to Genjutsu because there is no evidence in the whole entire series. Like we have over seven hundred episodes of anime, no evidence at all that Otsuki members are susceptible. Excuse me, nine hundred episodes overall that n- none of them are actually susceptible to Genjutsu. Not only that. Even Rinnegan users, we don't even think that they are actually susceptible to Genjutsu. And of course, this right here is just talking about on the greater scale when we talk about Sasuke, literal god level Sasuke, who potentially has that level of Genjutsu, was essentially kicking, essentially having people fall all out when he had the baby Mangekyo Sharingans. Now he's a grown man. That guy isn't necessarily able to put other Otsuzuki members under Genjutsu, but now we're talking about a person in Sarada who's not fully sure about exactly how to use her Sharingan, and of course, versus a character what? which which I think, but honestly, I think they would have brought it up. Though. To Genjutsu. They would they would have brought it up, like yeah. how they brought up that um that Genjurikis are not susceptible to Genjutsu, like they can't be put. That's exactly. I think they would have brought that's it that's up. That's what I'm saying. Said something about if, it. There's an, free is exactly right. If there, if you could point to an actual example where Sasuke. It tries to put someone under against you two. That's an Otsuzuki, and then it fails. That's a different story. But you're like you're you're coming to this conclusion based off of um, um something that you didn't even see, and, and something that big would have definitely been demonstrated. It, it would have failed, and you have that in the actual lexicon of the lore. I think it's thing. common sense. Pick on throwing. I think it's common sense. I think it's the other way around with, with what you guys are thinking about. If hypothetically Sasuke was in all these disadvantaged disadvantage fights and he did not use a Genjutsu, that would be completely opposite to, to, to Sasuke's character. We've seen Sasuke use Genjutsu slightly on a low key to try to deceive his opponents. We've seen this versus Danzo. He didn't make it obvious. It was obvious because it worked on Danzo. Obviously, if he tried to use it versus an Otsuzuki member and it didn't work, it wouldn't be. Obvious obvious again if sasuke was in all these disadvantaged situations especially what? urashiki where especially urashiki where this man was literally just rolling around on the floor with absolutely no chakra and he tried to use genjutsu on urashiki and he did not excuse me and he did not try to use genjutsu on urashiki that would make absolutely no sense against ishiki otsuki a character who was literally about to destroy the whole entire planet if he did not try to use genjutsu it would make absolutely no sense so either you're saying that there is a enormous plot hole in the whole entire series of naruto or you can actually agree with me that Otsuzuki members, which most likely makes the most sense, are not susceptible to Genjutsu. This is Bar. I don't think I don't think the next point. How about the next one? I think the next point is this one, right? Which everyone's forgetting. Well, not everybody's forgetting, but the point is this, right? There have been several fights, right, where you know these characters have so many abilities that you know some of the outcomes should have been impossible, right? Say, for example, with the fight that we where we disagreed with, with Naruto and Sasuke fighting, right? In the final valley. Um, when Sasuke absorbed Naruto's chakra, he could have just used that chakra, right? To um, use his Rinnegan to absorb more chakra from the Tilt Beast and restore himself. Or he could have just used the... Um, was it? It was Izanagi, right? He could have just used the Izanagi and just came back better, right? That didn't happen. Sasuke had those abilities. Anybody with an advanced Sharingan has those abilities, right? 
Um, he didn't do that, right? And that's because obviously the writer basically wrote himself into a corner and needed to get himself out of there. Secondly, well, right? Exactly. Remember wait, when wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on, there's another point. There's another point. There's another point, right? Hold on. Rock out. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right. There's another point. You see when um uh Momoshiki got the shadow possession, right? When um all the Kagis were fighting against him, right? Remember what happened when um Shikamaru tried to hold this guy um with the shadow possession during the tournament? He used his Renegon to absorb the shadow, right? And then it wasn't effective. When they were fighting against Akage, Momoshiki used the shadow possession against all the kages it been in sasuke too he has a rinnegan he could have absorbed the the shadow but he didn't right and it was displayed as if he couldn't do that but momoshiki literally just did it you know hours before so clearly the writer was just you know trying to make things more dramatic and i feel like in that way they ignore certain law and rules that they've established are possible in order to make the the outcome more dramatic or to to achieve a certain outcome that they are looking for kind of thing so in terms of the osuzuki you saying that they're not susceptible to genjutsu right it could be possible right but the law has been established that chakra works in the same way for everybody else right osuzuki's are not like robots or anything they are living beings with chakra points and everything else like everybody else right so chakra should work in the same way for them right now the only way that I think it could be possible that they're immune to chakra, um, to Genjutsu, is the fact, obviously, they've been traveling from, you know, dimensions, you know, eating fruits and connecting, collecting genetic DNA from other, you know, um, beings. So it could be that possibly they might have landed on a planet where these beings are immune to Genjutsu or something like that. And then they've added that to their DNA, making them immune to Genjutsu. But then again, there's no proof suggesting that, right? Um... So yeah, like with Sasuke not putting, you know, Kinshiki and you know Momoshiki and Genjutsu, I, I believe that maybe he could have, right? But they didn't make him do that because it would not be dramatical. Like it wouldn't add any value to the fight. Like the fight would have ended like there and there if he could, right? So yeah, that's that's literally what I'm thinking right now. There's many possibilities, but it could be that yeah, they just didn't do that because that would just make the writing crap and not interesting. Does no, the no, no, no. You the have Genjutsu a you know, caster what, what, have anything to do with you know the um the person being put under the genjutsu though? Sorry to cut you off, Bar. No, I think really? so, and I I think so, and I touched on that a little bit earlier when I said that Sara doesn't even really know how to use genjutsu correctly because she her her, her Sharingan is completely weaker than a lot of them because of her chakra reserves. But that's besides the point. I did want to no, kind no, of touch on. I addressed oh, that though. No, I already addressed well, that. We can't keep going back to these points, bro. I already addressed that. Did I not address that? She got training Sasuke and Sakura during the deeper arc. That's already been touched upon in the anime. We can't keep falling back on these talking points once they've already been addressed. Do we agree with and, that or not? No, we agree. And we literally seen her in the next battle run out of chakra. This isn't anything completely new. Like, sorry to shock. Wait, wait a minute. Exactly. Yeah. Kawaki is a big dog. We're not going to sit here and pretend that uh, Sardis Chakra Reserves is just miraculously adult Sasuke level out of nowhere. So, no, that's so not can the we case. Say, but, are, we, are we saying I, oh, that Kawaki I, is stronger than Deepa? Wait, I want to touch on exactly what, what, what Cycles said, what, what Cycles and, um, and Free Game said real quick. 
specifically with the with the Sasuke not necessarily absorbing Momoshiki's chakra, these are things that can be explained away. For example, we bring up a lot of that stuff all the time where there's plot holes that can legitimately be explained away. For example, back in Naruto, back in the actual shooting exam when Naruto was being attacked by Momoshiki and Momoshiki used that huge tail beast bomb, Sasuke didn't absorb that male because people think that that jutsu was just a little bit too big. Now, it, even even still, I must admit that is a huge plot hole. Sorry, Sasuke has a Renegon. He should have been able to absorb that tail beast bomb that moment she could use. Not only that, again, the shadow the, the shadow paralysis jutsu. But again, you can explain that away by saying not only was Sasuke in entrapped in it, but also. Momoshiki was literally standing there making sure that he didn't absorb that and not only that he wanted to see what, what Boruto was able to do with his Rasengan but again these are just one-off scenarios where again you can be it can be a plot hole or it can be explained but now we have do, a, almost a dozen fights damn it 700 episodes more than 700 episodes of evidence of Otsutsuki members not being able to be not being able to be caught under genjutsu again That's if you want to take those no, wait, wait a minute wait a minute if you want to take those one-off scenarios 100 but if you're going to say that there's a huge plot hole in the whole entire series where now Otsutsuki right. members were whoa where you could have defeated kaguya by just putting her under a genjutsu this right here it makes absolutely no sense i, th I just personally believe that the common sense, the common sense lo logic would lead you to believe that Otsutsuki members just cannot be caught into a genjutsu. Period. Point blank. Bar, this is a bad argument. You're you're talking about an entire series as if the Otsutsuki were there in every single episode. We only have Kaguya towards the ass end of Shippuden. We only got Momoshiki, um, Kinch. We only got those few. Like like how many? I can't even count five of them. Like Kaguya. Kim Shiki, Mama Shiki, Urshiki, and, and Ishiki. That's it. All five of them. Like, and and you're, you're, and you're invoking Jigen. And Jigen. And Kawaki. And Kawaki. And Boruto. But, okay. like, what are you doing? But what are you doing, bro? You're talking about 900 plus episodes as if that's indicative of how but, how long bro, you've been dealing with the O2 I said, I said almost a dozen fights. Almost a dozen. Now, if you're telling me that there is a huge so plot hole, in bring almost, up wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you're telling me that there is huge plot holes in almost a dozen fights, and these aren't regular a dozen fights, these are these literal series changing fights. If you're telling me that there's plot holes in every single series changing fights, that makes no sense. You might tell me that there's a plot hole. No, you might right. tell me that there's a wait a wait a minute. You might tell me that there's a plot hole in Sasuke not absorbing the huge tail beast bomb from Momoshiki, but in every single literal series altering fight naruto and sasuke versus kage naruto and sasuke versus jigen naruto and sasuke versus ishiki yotsuki naruto and sasuke versus momoshiki and kenshiki naruto and sasuke versus final form momoshiki i go on days and days and days hell even started versus kawaki when they were actually fighting genjutsu just never came up if you're telling me that it's just plot holes in all those fights you got it but i think the common sense logic would be that there is no there is no way to actually put them under a genjutsu I mean, let's Bar, be real, right? Sasuke is a bad example, right? Because this guy literally rarely uses any of his Shadowgun abilities. I mean, look at the fight when he was fighting Shin. He could have put this guy in a game. Just, he's got a Rinnegan, and the fight would have been over. But he didn't use his abilities. Well, Shin has That's a Mangekyo Sharing. Oh, Shin has a yeah, Sharingan, and he yeah, but... would have possibly been able to break the Genjutsu. And of course, Sasuke was already low on chakra. Again, these things can be explained away. You cannot explain away not putting old Sutsuki members legitimate threats against the hidden leaf village in the world not putting them under against you you cannot explain that away listen man before i forget this question 
because I will. Um, so base in Boruto. So I was having a conversation with people. Base Kawaki, base Boruto, the genetics have been rewritten about eighty or so percent, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. So like I said, like I was telling them, Boruto in base is not God tier, and because I, I, he's I, I not God tier. I'm not saying you did, but this is going to lead into the, the bigger point here. Because mm. we are still talking about Sarda and Kawaki, not Kavi or Sasuke or all the others. I didn't, so, I didn't even get to touch on your other points, but I ain't going to lie. I, I, ain't gonna lie. I, I know. I, okay. Uh, just real quick. So, base Kawaki is not an O2 like Suki on the genetic level, but there's a reason why he needs the karma to access that power. There's a reason why um, Amato's tempting him with with that so what I, so when you say he's an otusuki okay yeah he's an otusuki like on the genetic level but in any meaningful way aside from that in comparison to a momoshiki or a kaguya that you're invoking sasuke using his genjutsu against in any meaningful way he's not really he doesn't have any visual prowess it's it's, it's just this is cap this is cap this is Cap. We literally What's seen Kawaki. We literally seen a. We literally seen Kawaki using Otsuki ability a couple of chapters ago when he completely erased his his own chakra signature. This is something that only S rank ninjas can use. And again, Kawaki, the big dog, not Sarda, <laughs> the big dog is able to do something like this. So, so let me address this. this. Is... So let me address this. So mm-hmm. so Kawaki masking his. So you so you said. If if you if Sarada was able to get him in a Genjutsu, he's an Otsuki. Therefore, you believe that he will inherently somehow, maybe magically, figure out how to get out of a Genjutsu. Okay, sure. But he, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. He somehow magically learned how learned the ability to mask his chakra. No, no oh, wait a minute, it, wait, wait a minute. It goes past that. Even before, even with the even with the karma seal, Boruto miraculously learned how to activate the karma seal. He miraculously learned how to absorb chakra. He miraculously learned how to do a bunch of stuff. Just now, miraculously learned how to use. Wait a minute! Just now, miraculously learned how to use the stage two of the karma seal. Nothing is practiced. Nothing is, is nothing is perfected. Anything like that with with these karma seal babies or whatever you want to call it. Especially and even still, if they do not have the karma seal, because we've seen Kawaki tap into Otsuki abilities and he does not have the karma seal. We've seen this already, partner. Otsusuki abilities equals he masked his chakra, something we know, as you said, Jonin can do. Okay, fine. You compare no, no, him no, to no. Jonin. No, 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 no. I said S rank. I said S rank ninjas, not Jonin's. I don't expect Konohamaru to be able to mask his chakra. No, 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 no. But I expect the character like Kawaki who went. Wait, wait. Okay. No, because we've seen this. They literally uh, talking about it. They were literally talking about it in this in this whole thing. Naruto's is about to fire his own A because he can't track he can't track Kawaki. The only person who can't track Kawaki is another Otsutsuki member, which is bored. So we've seen this. So, this is the game. So let me so, so let me chat, let me know if I'm bugging. <laughs> let me rebuttal this real quick before I forget the answer to this. So the whole thing with Kawaki learning how to mask his chakra, that wasn't some inherent, he pulled this shit out his ass, out the ether thing. No, he, it was mentioned by um, 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 Enojin, and that lit the spark to give him the idea to do it, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't it, like, it, there was a spark that lit the idea. It didn't come out of nowhere. So for him to be placed in a genjutsu, where does the spark come from? 
There's no example of Kawaki pulling shit out of his ass. He needed the spark to begin with. So if Sarda places him in a genjutsu, where does that spark even come from? Big Naruto explains in the chat. Yeah, big dog. Yo, we just talking about cycles and Naruto explaining on the same chat. I don't, I don't want to put the pressure on Naruto explaining joint to join this to join this discussion. We I know we're in the heat of conversation, but I just want to point out what we've seen already. There was no spark from a lot of things that these karma babies already did. There is no physical, like actual evidence that these karma babies actually tried to do what they was trying to do in regards to practicing it and actually perfecting I'm, it before they did so. Then I just ask a direct question. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, 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 I might have misheard it. What was the question? The question was, we know Inoji sparked the idea to allow Kawaki to even mask his chakra to begin with. Where was the spark that would, where would the spark come from that would allow Kawaki, this is a question, where would the spark come from that would allow Kawaki to even think of getting out of Genjutsu? What? From? Him him being in a genjutsu. <laughs> if you're in a genjutsu, you're number he one. You're know, number one. They, I, no, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's in a genjutsu, right? Konohamaru didn't even know he was in a genjutsu, and he's a so, shinobi. So now we bought whoa, Konohamaru, the guy who was just hog tied by some random game, a couple chat, no, 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 a couple no, 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 Konohamaru is a shinobi. Konohamaru is a shinobi raised in Trash shinobi culture. No, okay, yeah. Kawaki, Kawaki no, no, base no, Kawaki, no Otsuki abilities at all. No. Washes, washes that man. We know this. this That's the besides the point. I'm talking about a Donzo who's a shinobi who got caught in a, in a genjutsu so subtle he didn't even notice. It's possible. A jonin, a, a special jonin like um, uh, Konohamaru caught by a pre-genin Sarda in a genjutsu so subtle he didn't even notice. And you expect me to believe? You're going to oh, sit here with a straight oh, face oh, and tell I'm, me I'm, Kawaki? I'm, 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 wait, wait, Wait a second, what is it? What is it? What is find his way out of that? Come on, wait a second, bro. Wait a second, wait a second. I don't, first and first thing first, I don't want the full podcast to be this because this cycles episode. I ain't trying to do this to on cycles episode, but but a little bit before that, <laughs> what what was the point that you made after you after you brought up the point of um uh, Donzo being put in a genjutsu? I didn't hear that correctly. The point I made was that Shinobi, I mean, um, um targets anyone can be placed in a no you said you said you said sorry to put somebody on you said sorry to put somebody in under a genjutsu yeah sorry to put uh konohamaru under a genjutsu while maintaining a transformation jutsu i might add before she became a guinea christ we we... (laughs) all right well first things first Am I lying? The Genjutsu, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not even going to bring up the, the Sarda point on Konohamaru because Konohamaru is completely out of this discussion. We're talking about big dogs. I want, <laughs> of course, I want, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait no, a minute. No, you're wait talking about a Shinobi. Wait. Konohamaru, like, bro, no, 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 you can't no. keep doing this, Bara. He's not a respectfully, Shinobi. Respectfully, I know Genins that could destroy Konohamaru, respectfully. But let, let, me, let me talk to your other point. Let me talk to your other point because you did make a valid point. Sasuke was able to put Danzo under a Genjutsu, but again, that Genjutsu was just shutting one Sharingan. That wasn't some Kota Amatsukami where all of a sudden this guy thinks that he's under a Genjutsu. And the way that you guys are bringing up Genjutsu is that is as as if it's a game changer. Sarda pulls up, uh, activates a Sharingan. Wait a minute, Sarda pulls up, activates a Sharingan, and puts Kawaki under Genjutsu, and the fight's over. That's not the case. 
Cycles himself said it. It's sorry to has Genjutsu, so the so the debate is done. No, even if hypothetically this hypothetically Sara puts puts Kawaki under Genjutsu, what can she do? Make it seem that Kawaki has his arm transformed and he doesn't? I like to keep it a chicken. Of course, the wait a minute, and the spark that he would get. I'm I'm answering you. I'm answering a question you asked. The spark that Kawaki would get to actually deactivate the deactivate the genjutsu is that he is that he's obviously in a genjutsu again if you're telling me that sarada has koda amatsukami where he where she has some absolutely insane genjutsu where he's not gonna know that snakes are jumping out of the earth and all of a sudden is trying to bite off his leg and he doesn't know that's genjutsu I, you got it but i'm pretty damn sure she doesn't necessarily have that elite level of genjutsu like koda amatsukami where you can legitimately stifle his whole oh. his whole game plan and he just does not know that he's under a genjutsu absolutely not if he understands that he's under a genjutsu it's going to spark in his mind hey i need to get out of this genjutsu it's going to be obvious we've seen multiple characters already get caught into a genjutsu and immediately know by a lot stronger ninjas by the way sasuke put a lot a lot more elite ninjas under a genjutsu and they know immediately that they're under a genjutsu bara i'm gonna wait, wait you what you're saying is if someone knows they're in genjutsu they can escape it no, I'm saying that if an Otsutsuki member knows that he's under a Genjutsu, he can escape it. I'm my whole argument from the rip was that Otsutsuki members act, are at, are invulnerable to Genjutsu, and he asked the question, "What would spark in Kawaki's mind to actually get out of that Genjutsu?" Because the Otsutsuki, the Otsutsuki abilities that he, he that he used already, something somebody sparked that. I'm saying the spark is gonna be, "Oh, holy! There's dragons literally breathing fire out of nowhere." Oh I God. might be under a genjutsu. Like, obviously, Laura, this isn't rocket science. I, I swear to God, if you let me ask you a series of answers, I'm um, questions, can you <laughs> answer them back to back? I will end this. I swear to God. No interruptions, just me and you. I swear to you, bro. Like, holy shit, this doesn't even make sense. What are you talking about, bro? Wait a minute. Peter in the chat said that Kwaki's Kwaki's max. I don't right care now about I'm sorry, Peter. Shugo is slapping Sarda. I'm sorry. Peter, Peter, come on live. Peter Parker, whoever, come on live, bro. <laughs> Yo, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> I'll debate you wait, too. Wait, wait a minute. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to have it. I don't want to have a two-hour conversation about sorry okay, and Kawaki. I okay. just want to touch on some of mm-hmm. uh, just a, just a tiny bit of the other points that you brought up. First things first, you brought up Kawaki's speed and basically saying that we essentially taking his speed from what he did to Garo. Respectfully, we like Garo. I even think that Garo might even be sorry in one v one. Probably, I'd probably bet again. I probably bet on that to be honest. But not only that, I pers- But not only that, I don't take my. I don't take Big the speed feeds from that. I don't take the speed feeds from that. I take the speed feeds from literally Kawaki speed blitzing Sarada. Now, if you want to tell me that Sarada was caught off guard, and of course her Sharingan may have given her an extra reaction time, <laughs> I agree with that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I would agree with that. But I will say to her, completely getting speed blitz. Sarad now being able to be faster or have a faster reaction time to Kawaki oh. just because of her two Tomo Sharingan respectfully that's not the case and I always bring this up again you can read all of the moves that you want we've seen Sarada li- we, not sorry excuse me we've seen Sasuke literally get I, again 
I, don't, I, res I respect Sasuke, so I'm not going to do him dirty. But we see my man's get physically abused by Ishiki Otsuki. I'm pretty damn sure he's seen all those moves coming his way, but he just could not react. Yeah, you yeah, guys brought it up earlier. You got, hold I brought this up earlier. Rock Lee, I'm pretty sure Sarada, with her two-tone Sharingans, would be able to read all of his moves, but can he react? These are things that I'm not sure Sarada can do, and I'm not taking the speed feed from him, his fight versus Gaara. I'm taking speed feeds versus his fight versus Sarada. We've seen Kawaki already speed blitz Sarada. It's no question about that. Mar, do you know what a Gish Gallop is? No, sir. I don't know what the hell uh, that is either. I'll I'll explain what a Gish Gallop is. It's when like someone asks you, I'm, basically, this is what it is. When someone asks you a very specific no, question, you, someone asks you a very specific question. Instead of answering that question, like you like you you talk about random stuff for like thirty minutes, and then by the time <laughs> you're done, we all forgot what the question was. That's a Gish Gallop. So like like my whole thing is, bro, it's like. Uh, the, oh Jesus man, the Christ. shade, bro, the shade. But that's what a gish gallop is. Like these, these are basic what debate the, tactics. What was the I specific question? What was the specific question? <laughs> I did not answer. I will answer that question for you right now. <laughs> oh God! See, this is what I mean. By the time he gets oh, finished, man. we all forgot what the question was, bro. The, the, the question this, you asked. No, 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 no. Question. Wait. Okay. Here, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're. For some reason, you're basing this entirely. Don't you find it strange how I can deconstruct this the, this versus battle and go step by step from abilities, lore, feats, so on and so forth? But well, only thing you can give me is like abstract, maybe sort of kind of concepts that maybe we can we can't place O2 Suki under Genji. It's never been stated. It's never been mentioned. It's never been demonstrated. But maybe we, it could happen. Don't you think that's a little weird that you can't give me any tangible, solidified? specific examples to the points you're making where i have this entire debate don't you think that's a little strange no there is no tangible re well i will say the genjutsu point again this is all probability i will agree with you i, I to this point i have not given you a tangible well some tangible evidence that kawaki is invulnerable to genjutsu but it's probability either wait a minute wait well, well wait a minute either you will agree that 99% well excuse me all of the big Otsuki fights are huge plot hold or they just can't they're, they're just there's not susceptible to Genjutsu either you're going to say that the whole entire series is a sham or logically they're not susceptible you're still doing it. no you're still doing it again I agreed with your original statement. I did not give you any tangible evidence that Kawaki is invulnerable to Genjutsu, but either you will agree that most of the fights are completely BS, which I'm pretty sure we're not going to do. We're not going to say that the Naruto and Sasuke versus Momoshiki fight was BS. We're not going to say the Naruto and Sasuke versus fight versus Kage is BS, even though some people might argue that, but Genjutsu, absolutely not. We're going to say that those fights were legitimate and they legitimately could not get those Otsuki members under a Genjutsu. Again, you might, in your mind, say that the whole entire series is plot hole to death, but I personally believe that most people will agree that Otsuki members are most likely invulnerable to Genjutsu. So if most people agree, then they're not basing that in any tangible facts or reality, similar to what Again, you're doing. So most people are we, illogical. I'm we can throw the whole series in the garbage and say the whole series is plot hole to death. I'll make bro, a video about it tomorrow. I'll make a video about it tomorrow. You can't keep doing that, bro. You can't keep meeting my facts, my receipts, my 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 my, my shit. And you again, can't keep meeting facts with and abstract again, concepts. And this again, 
and again, I, I respect this debate tactic, man, because I believe that you, you think you could win by this, but you're again talking about one specific point. You brought up about four or five points in your original salvo. You won't let but me continue on with your... Wait a minute. You no. won't let me continue on with no. the other points, and you're going to stick to this Genjutsu point, Malin, because this is, the only per, this is the only thing that I don't have tangible evidence on. We have tangible evidence that Kawaki Speedblunt started. <laughs> That's indisputable. Yeah. That's indisputable. Boy, listen we have, listen to me. Bro, you I, can't I, get, I can't... See, I, I can't even talk about this. I can't even... You can't even can't, give that a speed blitz, though. Chat, y'all see, I can't even get... I can't even talk about the third point you brought up. The reason, talk why about I keep talking, the reason why I keep talking about this is because if you can't get past this point, the debate's done. That's why. All that it's other nice. shit is nonsense. You can't even get past the first point because your first point is, is abstract. There's no solidified, tangible evidence. You keep meeting facts with, with abstract concepts. Well, sort I of, sort of, maybe if. Well, I can literally reverse that. Do you have tangible evidence that Otsuki members are affected by Genjutsu? Do you have proof of that? What are you talking about? Chat, he's speechless. Chat, he's speechless. I'm speechless because because that doesn't even make sense. The preponderance of evidence, bro. Like, like, it's like... um, I said preponderance. We know he's speechless. What are we talking about here? <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 okay, I'm using I'm using words now. Uh, uh, let, let me scale it down a little bit. Holy shit! So the no, reason no. why I'm is because we, what you're saying doesn't even make sense. So, so basically, what you're saying it, is, um, no, 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 you're making the claim that the O2 Suki can't be placed under Genjutsu because I kind of sort of maybe think that way, and then I'm like, the burden of evidence is on you. You're making again, that claim. No, no, no. I don't have to prove it. You do. I would right, say. So- I would say, is, logically oh, speaking, there's no tangible evidence to say that they can't be placed under a, a Genjutsu. So All in right. the absence of the evidence, we have to rely on what's tangible. All That's right, so pick, up, so pick up what I'm throwing down. Hypothetically, we're having a debate. Neji versus adult Sasuke. We have never seen Sasuke evade the eight trigrams Jutsu. Oh, Are you going to... Neji? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Will you say, because we haven't seen it, we have not seen adult Sasuke evade the adult trigram Jutsu. Are you going to say that, he's, that he is susceptible to that? Because we haven't seen Sasuke not be, not, not, not be invulnerable to that. We haven't seen it. Let me ask you a question. This is gonna be this real is, easy. We're gonna wrap wait, it up. Wait a minute. No, so, no, 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 this is, this is, no, this is a simpler version answer. of what you're asking me. This is a simpler version no, of what you're asking me. I want you to I want you to answer that, partner. Because no, because no, this right here, I'm, we I'm all know that this right here is a common debate tactic where we understand that there is some things that characters are invulnerable right. to, even though we haven't physically seen it in the series. We know right. for a fact Neji can't do anything in the Sasuke, even though we have not right. seen Sasuke, adult Sasuke versus a Byakugan user of a Hugo's ilk, of course. Otsuki, right. yes, of a Hugo's ilk, no. But we have, but we can't sit here and say that Sasuke is not invulnerable to those jutsus because we haven't seen it. Nah, it's all implied. Right. Is Goku a planet buster, even though we've never seen him bust a planet? That's exactly. the simplest version of what you're asking me. So that's why I'm trying to get exactly. the question out. My, but but listen, he never, we never see him birth, destroy a planet, right? But he's, we know he's a planet buster. Why? Because we have to look at the actual feats and the lore, the things that make sense. Once you get past that, then you can go to the fantastical elements, the shoulda, coulda, woulda. But until right, you man, get past the logical stuff nothing else bears out so my problem with your 
again, again, okay. we're just we're just we're just battling ideologies again. If you think it's completely oh logical my. for all of the we're old not. Suski fights, no, no. If you think it's completely logical for all the old Suski fights to be insanely flawed, then you win. If you think that every single old Suski fight that we have seen is flawed, you win. But if you do not think that, and you think that the old Suski fights are actually legitimate, that Sasuke legitimately could not put Ishiki Otsuki under a Genjutsu, then you believe what I believe. Again, you cannot prove that Otsuki members are susceptible to Genjutsu because we've never seen it happen. I can't prove that they're invulnerable to Genjutsu, to Genjutsu because we've never seen it happen. But logically, which idea do you think is correct? Is it correct that Otsuki members have always been susceptible to Genjutsu and we just never seen it? Or is it logical to think that they're just invulnerable to Genjutsu and Sasuke legitimately tried, but it wasn't even, it didn't even work. So they didn't, they didn't necessarily even bring it up in the whole series. Which which oh, idea is more logical? I'm gonna answer your question. Number one, you said that is it logical Sasuke used it, but they never brought. No, he didn't use it. They didn't bring it up. That's why it makes sense that the most logical answer here would be that they can be placed under a genjutsu. And until you can disprove that, then you can move on to your your counter, your 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 again. your take. But you need to again. first prove that they can't be placed in a genjutsu. And like like the, the elements that you're invoking don't make. sense. Like I keep saying, you say this is a, a philosophical difference that we're having. We're not, bro. I'm coming with facts, solidified there facts. There is no again. Again, there is no fact because we have never seen an old Suski member be placed under oh a Genjutsu. We, we this is a battle of logic. Agree to disagree on this one because <laughs> nobody is. ever that's, that's, agree. That's what that's what? what it's going to be because it's 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 not a it's not a battle of fact in this debate. It's a battle of logic. Is it more logical what? that old Suski members oh, are invulnerable oh. to chakra? I mean, to Genjutsu, or is it more logical that every single old Suski fight that we've seen are significantly plot hole to death? It depends on what you believe. I believe that it's more logical to believe that Otsuki members are invulnerable oh to Genjutsu. And that's hey, fine. I don't, I don't, I don't mean to change up the topic because we've been on this topic for a long ass time now. <laughs> no, feel okay, free. Okay. Feel free. Feel we've free. We've been on this topic oh, for a long time now. Have you have any of y'all um heard about any spoilers for the next chapter or anything like that? Oh, say it again? Have it, like any of y'all heard about any spoilers for the next chapter? Nah, no spoilers came no, out, but I do. Want, I, I I want to talk about the the recent arc that we on and what Cycle's thinking about it because let's keep it a G. We all heard all our opinions. We heard Melo's opinion. We heard my opinion. We heard Free Game opinion, but mm -hmm. we haven't heard Cycle. Cycles, are you up to date on the manga? <laughs> they say access Cycle uh, still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd say I'd say about a good ninety percent. You know, I I go for it to see what's happening um, with what's mm -hmm. uh, occurring in the manga so far. Um, so far, I'm not impressed. All right. Um, mm. reason why is because of the cats. Obviously, you know they've only started to build the foundations for the new arc, so therefore, like it's not going to be as hyped um, as you know maybe halfway through or you know during the finale when you know things are intense. Um, I'll, I'll okay. Let's talk about the cats in general. Code, right? I don't think Code is an interesting character at all. Um, for some reason, he has this huge infatuation with Otsutsuki's, which is not explained why. Um, and then apparently Kawaki has this huge infatuation with Naruto, right? That is explained. Codes, however, isn't. Ishiki has done absolutely nothing for Code, right? So it makes no sense why this guy is worshipping Otsutsuki's, right? I don't know. Maybe there's something he knows that others don't. But except from that, really, nothing about his character is really um, 
really unique. I've seen the, the a character who looks bored, you know, has a lot of power and is hiding all of that beneath the, the bored personality. I've seen that in so many animes. So I feel like that character is not original. And because of that, I'm not really, I'm not really uh, drawn to that character. So what I'll say is, right, I'll just wait for now for Code's character to see whether it becomes more interesting or not. But so far, I don't know what to think about that. And then I feel like so far, this whole arc has turned into like a Dragon Ball Z thing where we now have like an Android arc and there are these robots coming out right now. It's very concerning to me because if you really think about it, right, except from Boruto, well, except from Team 7, the new Team 7, right, and Kawaki, all these new opponents are coming out are literally going to wash the other like the other team members that these people have because trust me Inogen is not going to win against like these these androids it's not going to happen right <laughs> and let's be real these androids are so strong to the point where Naruto and Sasuke are going to have problems you know what I'm saying so if Naruto and Sasuke are going to have problems against these people how are all these other next generation people you know going to handle them kind of thing so I feel like in terms of story if I was writing the show um if I was introducing all these characters, I'd make sure that they're relevant, right? I mean, let's compare it to Naruto Shippuden, because obviously, if you have a new product, you're going to compare it to the old product to see whether you're getting better quality or not, right? It's natural. Well, real, 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 real quick, just, just to piggyback off that real quick, and this goes back mm-hmm. to the, the greater question, has Masashi Kishimoto actually fell off? Because there's a lot of Boruto fans out there that believe the previous writer to the Boruto manga, um, Kodachi, he was a lot better than the originator of the whole Naruto series, Masashi Kishimoto. So are you saying that Masashi Kishimoto actually fell off? There are pros and cons, right? Um, I feel like in order for, for me to come up with a good conclusion on that one, to give you an answer on that one, we need to give Kishimoto as much time as Kodachi has had. So I don't know how long has Kodachi been writing this for? About 50 think Okay, so let's give Kishimoto 50 chapters, right? And then we can say whether it's improved or not, right? But so far, all I know is this. The, the pros to Kishimoto writing it means that he can actually, you know, put legit law um, on, on the on the characters. Say, for example... That's why right? it's been kind of slow. The, well, say, for example, in the, in the anime, right, the anime cannot do things which contradict the manga, right? Because the manga is what's leading, right? Same thing with Kodachi. If he's writing something... He can't do anything, you know, um, outlandish. He can't do anything big unless he has permission from Kishimoto or some some level to that degree. So I feel like if the main writer is in charge, then yeah, like the story can basically go anywhere and it's still going to be original. Whereas if mm. Kodachi was writing it, he has limitations on what he can and cannot do because he needs permission. Do you know what I'm saying? So those are the pros. Mm. Um, so far, like I said, I can't answer whether, you know, if Kishimoto has uh, um, done a better job than Kodachi or not because... The new arc that's essentially started um, is all written by Kishimoto, right? So we'll see. At the end of the day, right, I can't... If it, if it turns out that this arc is boring, I really can't blame Kishimoto because, remember, he's only picking up from something uh, that someone else created. you get what I'm saying? So then he has to change it into his story, right? And so on and so forth. Maybe he might not. If he really started Boruto from scratch, he would have probably not even introduced Ishiki. He may not have introduced the ninja tools. He may not have introduced these androids and so on and so forth. Do you get what I'm saying? So, essentially, he's just taking over from somebody else. And I'll say, once he's done 50 chapters, then we'll see whether it's a good idea or not. Yeah, I think he's trying to lay down some foundation right now before he brings in, like, you know, the big hitters. 
yeah basically essentially um so yeah in, in general with with uh with the the arc um we're just gonna have to wait and see to be honest with you but so far um it's not really that interesting do you get what i'm saying i mean i like the fact right that naruto and sasuke lost their powers because the power that they had was so out of reach and i feel like they were trying to go the dragon ball z route where it's like okay now we just need to get stronger and stronger and stronger than the next enemy that's gonna come right i feel like power is the easy way out you know in terms of writing a story right i would be more interested right in the the world of Boruto, if you think about it right the five great nations are not the only you know villages that exist or nations that exist on the planet it's a huge planet right there are other villages out there there are other nations out there i want to see people use chakra differently to the point where you know i want to see like a group of monks somewhere on the planet who have you know been isolated from the the, the world and they've used chakra to the point where it borderline looks like magic but they're actually you know doing something different right do you know what i'm saying kind i want like to see people bring travel the samurais to in like they're they're like kind of flesh trying to flesh out the samurais more exactly see i like that do you know what i'm saying there could be a whole story right and history about the samurais and you know why they exist and so on and so forth and i feel like that is what they should be exploring because naruto and naruto shippuden was all about just you know staying inside of konoha right you know naruto doesn't travel the world like there's so much that they could do with this planet right and apparently now they're aliens right and those suzukis are destroying them why not explore some of these aliens you know talk about their law how do they use chakra you know the whole ninja system the point of you know being a ninja is only a concept that exists on earth right so mm-hmm. if they go outside of that planet right Otsuzukis don't they don't use hand seals bro right yeah. ninjas do that stuff so clearly there are people out there who use chakra differently right and there's so many other things that are unexplored like say for example like i don't know um the you know the land of the dead like when people die right there's a whole there's a whole you know system that you know i, I kind of figured out by watching a lot of the you know the, the anime and the manga reading do my research there's a whole system as to what dimensions people can go into and so on and so forth right so there's a lot of concepts out there i really like Boruto to actually travel the world. I, I wish that was his story to travel, you know, the entire world and you know make the story more about him instead of him staying in, you know, Konoha the whole yeah. time. Konoha has been done to death. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like well, that's the direction well, I, that they should take the story. Well, I want to play devil's advocate a bit. We we've kind of well, first things first. We've kind of already seen a difference in. I would say fighters, mainly because now we have cyborgs. Now that might not be the most palatable difference in fighters that you could possibly see, but because obviously I think that a lot of people would actually rather us dive into some samurais or as you said, some other people that use chakra differently. But also I do have to point out, there's going to be the, the, a huge portion of the fan base that wouldn't be interested in downgrading on the power of opponents. And this is very interesting, man, because I do believe during the Sarada Kawaki, well, let's just say the new Team 7 versus Boro, that fight specifically was one of the best fights of the whole series. Team 7 versus Deepa is one of the best fights of the whole series, but it's not held to the high esteem as like an Ishiki versus mm-hmm. Baran Monarito because it was, a, it was a downgrade in power. Because of that, people don't necessarily get as hyped for those fights. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Okay, so hold on. Let me ask you this, right? Well, actually, mm. I'll tell I'll tell everybody this. This is my opinion, right? And you don't have to agree with me, but I believe that Naruto vs Pain was the best fight that exists in the whole series, right? And it's not mm. because of you know 
um, the fact that the Taijutsu was good and all these other things. It's a combination of two things, right? And those two things are, you know, how it affects people on a philosophical level. Like, Pain came not as just a villain who's just evil and destroys stuff. He came with an actual story. This guy was a person who was a survivor from war. And Pain represents what war does to a person, right? It's either you change right and you fight against your natural instincts to you know hurt someone back or you know you just give in and you become one of those people you say you know i'm just doing what the world has taught me or you say the world has taught me this but i'm gonna do this the other way pain and naruto were literally polar opposites right and that is actually something that if you really sit there and think about it's a like it's really deep right and i'm that type of person i really like things that help me think do you know what I'm saying? So it was it was a combination of that, right? And what it also meant to Naruto, right? So that by itself, yeah, the fight was good. However, it's the the the, the story side of things, right? It's a good combination of story, lore, and fight that mixed together to make something that was so captivating. I feel like that is what every single villain should bring to the table. But instead, right, That's people are, are starting, yeah. I feel like instead now people are going towards the route where they prefer villains who can do different types of jutsus and have more power, more power, more power to the so point where like these villains you know, the are, story aspect back backstory. I'm sorry to cut you off, cycles. And so nah, you're saying like the yeah, villains so, that we're getting in Boruto don't have enough backstory. Like how in Naruto we got a lot of backstory on the villain. Every villain that was, almost every villain that was introduced into the series, we got some type of backstory on them. The characters well, well, in Boruto well, is kind of just no, getting thrown well, out there. What I'm and, trying to say. What I'm trying to say is they do have backstory, right? However, the backstory is not engaging or interesting mm, enough. Okay. Like I said, with Pain, 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 what he stood for, right? It was important, right? What him, the, the connection that him and Naruto had is what made the fight right. interesting, right? right? They had the same teacher, right? Mm. And both mm. students went separate ways. And now they're coming together to fight to prove their point, right? Okay. It was deep. It had, you know, Shippuden was always about Naruto being a tail beast and him being hunted, right? Mm -hmm. But except from that, this is this the the fight with Pain is, is on a personal level to Naruto. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And because you like Naruto, right? Because he's the main character, you feel like this is your friend, right? right. And this person mm -hmm. has killed your friend's master, so now you want him to win. Do you get what I'm saying? But now, if you look at what, if you listen to what Pain is saying, Pain is also right. So it kind of creates a conflict inside of you. If you get what I'm saying. Right, it makes you feel a certain way because both of them are right. Yeah, Pain really learned about the world and everything he said about how cruel the world is is true, right? But what Naruto is also saying is true, so that creates a conflict inside of you. It makes you actually sit down and think as a person, right? And I feel like story is supposed to do that to a person. You don't go into a cinema and say, you know, I just wanna, you know, watch a movie where people just, you know, beat each other up, unless that's the whole point of it, right? But if you're actually writing a story, it needs to captivate fake people. And I feel like these days, the anime these days, it's not just brutal, but people have just given up on writing a good story. As long as they have enough, you know, flashiest effects and stuff on the screen and people fighting and doing flashy moves, that's all it is, right? They've forgotten about, you know, captivating people and making people think i've watched certain movies in the cinema where i've came out and i'm literally starting just thinking about it. like wow this person this really makes sense you know that sort of thing i feel i feel like that effect is missing right mm -hmm. from these days um the, the, the storytelling of today so yeah um 
Well, no, no. Well, I, I, well, here's the thing. I completely agree with you, and I think me and Free Game had a discussion like this a couple a couple podcasts ago where we kind of thought about, you know, the actual deep, well, what's really behind Ishiki Otsuki and, of course, the will to become an Otsuki god. We thought that that right there on the surface was a very weak actual will. We thought, of course, compared, right. comparing it to pain, that right there is nothing like actually on the same level. But we kind of came to it. I understand that there is definitely a possibility that there is a deeper meaning behind becoming an old Suski God. For example, let's say hypothetically somebody on earth, let's say a, a, a ninja God, Naruto right now is viewed as the ninja God. Naruto took that to actually be, bring about peace. There could be another character like Ishigi Otsuki who wants to bring it, well, another character, let's say anybody who wants to bring about completely the opposite of that or could possibly have an idea of what Nagato had. I'm just saying that there is possibly a deeper meaning behind what Ishigi Otsuki has and all, all the other Otsuki members, but we just have not necessarily gotten to that point in the storyline to where it's actually shown to us. For example, the first few episodes of Naruto Shippuden, we had absolutely no idea what the Akatsuki's goals were. You had Obito who wanted to do something, you had Nagato who wanted to do something. We haven't necessarily heard Naruto's in-depth plan until that actual fight. So, we kind of came with the idea that we can't necessarily judge it yet until, just like what you're saying with Masashi Kishimoto, we let it play out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I fully understand that. But no, no, no. I feel like, but, um... I, but I was just saying, I, I, I completely agree with you you probably don't have that trust in the writers to actually give them that benefit of the doubt. And I think not only you, but majority of the Boruto fan base and majority of anime fan base view Boruto, and, Boruto like that in the same light. So that right there isn't just only unique to you. I think I completely agree with you to a certain extent. I just personally believe that before I sit up here, before I make a rant video about it, you, feel, you know how I get, I want to play out first and then see exactly what happens. The, um how I go about it is this right so obviously the the story and the 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 fighting is 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 um why well, I, I feel like you know makes a story interesting or not but obviously uh you know a recipe a good recipe is a combination of a lot of things right um oh. I don't I personally feel like a lot of the fights in Boruto have sucked right reason why is not oh. it's not you know because of the animation or anything like that is the storyboarding right so if you look mm -hmm. at like you know we know how uh ikimoto is really limited on how he can draw and all that kind of stuff that has mm -hmm. kind of affected the fighting as well right because the way you know uh jigen was fighting Kash and koji like i feel like the fight could have been done way better right we need fights like um you know sasuke vs itachi like that sort of thing right there they were throwing shurikens around they were you know using genjutsu they were talking and you know i'd say that's there's a lot of stuff going on you know there's different fighting angles and so on and so forth like the paneling was so much done better so that also affects a lot of things i feel like in terms of like you know choreography and stuff like boruto is really gonna suffer from that I no feel like... i completely i completely agree but here here's the problem that i i feel with the boruto writers there are some fans i think probably about 50% of the fan base who think the way you think and want to go back to the old way of actual fight styles, but there's like another 50% of the fan base who probably hasn't even watched the original Naruto that want to see cyborgs, want to see big blasts, want to essentially see it sort of kind of turn to like a Dragon Ball Super type of feel. And I kind of see the dichotomy where the stage of the Karma Seal and not let him completely go all crazy. But also, you can't 100% downgrade to now where you have, like, let's say, 
I don't know, Adipa fighting against an OG Team 7. You feel me? That right there, I personally believe, wouldn't necessarily capture the overall fan base the way that we'd potentially want it to in regards to the, speaking as the board to writers, of course. See, how I feel about it is like this, right? Um, mm-hmm. You're right about, you know, 50% liking, the, you know, the old ways on how things are done. And obviously, um, the new people want the, the new stuff, right? But uh, I feel like it can be done. It can be done um, just right. However, um, I feel like people can't, you can't bring it to Dragon Ball Z level. It would make absolutely no sense. If you actually look at the core part of what the show is about, it's about ninjas, right? Ninjas are not out here destroying planets and shit. That doesn't make sense. Like, well, I mean, Dragon each other, Ball started off sense, with right? just martial artists, though. So, I mean, it can yeah, be done. Yeah, yeah. It started off as hand-in-hand combat martial artists. Like, the biggest thing they had was, like, a, a Kamehameha. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't. I personally don't have the creative vision to see how ninjas can go from, um, you know, throwing shurikens to uh, throwing lasers at each other like laser shurikens. <laughs> well, they're no, bringing, no, maybe, no, no. With them bringing maybe they can upgrade. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, here's the thing, right? The that's the, that's the thing. If if I feel like yeah, I feel like if if they're gonna bring aliens in, just just you know, just do it. If they're gonna bring technology in, great. But I feel like they sort of should still keep the heart of the show to to ninjas like say for example dragon ball z right like yeah like it was first about fighting right and mostly they just blew up to ridiculous proportions but it, it still fits with dragon ball because if you think about it right if they're saying they're using i don't know the energy they call chi right and they blow it up to ridiculous proportions of course you're going to be able to blow mountains uh, you know off the roof like with, with, with cheat it makes sense right because right. it's an exaggerated mm-hmm. version of the same thing right if you trace it back down it's still the same core elements whereas with ninjas right you can't go from you know people using you know i don't know smoke bombs and all these other things to you know blowing mountains in, in pieces it makes no sense Do you get what i'm saying so if they're going to deviate they should make that more obvious right and 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 start doing it now instead of you know just like adding elements here and there like they should say no nah, this is a completely different show i feel like they, that should have been the establishment from the start right but mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i feel like with the ninja tools right it, it's it's not a bad thing if they're using ninja tools as long as they remain tools and they don't actually become the main thing that people use to fight because at the end of the day people still want to see hand seals and jutsus and stuff right i feel like a lot of um the new generation are so like prodigious the stuff that a lot of the things that we in the past would rate as you know um, impressive are literally just it's nothing anymore you know somebody being really good at hand seals and doing you know a multitude of jutsus in the fight was something that was uh, amazing back in the day but now the new generation just do it with with no effort at all like i mean look mm-hmm. at um um chocho and her doing the the butterfly thing right <laughs> it was yeah. it was a big deal back in the day right but now yeah, those she's just busting that shit out of her ass like it's mm-hmm. nothing right she was so, trying to get piped out by by some bootleg zac efron that's what made her be able to actually activate it yeah we talk about that all the time <laughs> yeah yeah so, crazy. i don't know i don't know i, I just I personally do not see the creative vision, but um, I'm just worried, right? Because I feel like the writers can do better. I feel like um, nothing has personally, right, affected me um, quite well than than the pain arc. That's basically no, no, it. I, that, no, I, 
I could connect here's with the, that. You know what I'm saying? Here, here's the thing. I completely agree. But I'm taking a, the wait and see approach, and especially, and I'm saying this, especially in part one of Boruto, because I vividly remember me actually going through part one of Naruto, real thinking to myself, it's a cool show. But once we've seen Shippuden and this right here, some people disagree with this, but once I got to Shippuden, the show really picked up. So I'm thinking that after post-time skip, when Boruto is 16, where he potentially goes rogue, where everything goes dark, I think that's when the, the I think that's when the Boruto writers really need to shine. That right there is going to be the most important part, because obviously, we've seen Boruto back in the day literally making ramen noodles with Rasengans back in part one of Naruto, but when part once part two of Naruto came, well, that might, that might have been part two in, in filler, but you get what I'm saying? part two after the time skip post time skip that's where things really get serious that's where things really in regards to ideology in regards to storytelling really ramp up now I, i'm just personally at the time where i want to wait and see that's why i'm pretty sure 90 percent of the boruto fan base are absolutely waiting for the time skip we've been anticipating this since the end of the ishiki otsuki fight we just want to see that and i'm hoping that we're going to get an announcement about that at jump fest that is coming up in a couple of days but you never know that right there is going to be the barometer for a lot of people to actually make their opinions up about not only the board to rise but the series in general okay um i personally think right that um with, with my standards on everybody has their expectations and stuff right but with me after seeing certain shows um you know do so so well it, it proves the point that this can be done right so i i feel yeah. like it's i feel like for someone to uh write a show and be like you know what like you know this is just a part one so i'm not really going to make it that interesting i feel like they're doing a huge disservice to their fans right because let's use shows like um attack on titan for example every single episode of attack on titan right has been exciting has uh -huh. brought something to the table right and mm, has been right like a 10 out of 10 whoa, wait, wait, wait. Right. I, see here's the thing i don't think we can compare because that's a seasonal anime that's, that's a yeah. seasonal i'm not anime. see i'm not talking about see i'm not talking about like the production quality or anything i'm just talking about just pure story by itself right forget the, nah, the good animation forget about. the good music i'm just talking about just um writing general right attack on titan is yeah attack on no, titan is monthly right just like mm -hmm. Boruto, right so if every manga chapter that comes out on a monthly basis right is super interesting i feel like Boruto could do the same thing right but the pacing is different for Boruto is different and mm. they cover a lot of like i feel like Boruto is too like they one thing i don't like about kishimoto's writing or i don't like how you know the the universe in general is they talk too much about feelings it gets to the point where it's too in your face you know and it's like okay cool mm -hmm. we get how you feel like let's get on with the the right how does it affect this person how are these people gonna affect you know think about this right here's how i would write the story okay now if i was writing the story right naruto and sasuke just lost the power guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna say okay look chojiro right there right was obeying right and playing koi because you know, Naruto Sasuke would do something if he was to do something wrong, right? If he was to step mm. out of line. But now that these people are not in power, guess what? Other nations are now kind of, you know, thinking backwards kind of thing. So, you know, that could be conflict right there. But now we have this universe where everybody thinks like, like sunshine and rainbows like Naruto does, right? He always thinks something, everything's going to be okay. I mean, he let Orochimaru <laughs> walk around, bro. Orochimaru for people. If you look at all the sins that this guy has done, right? You don't even got to go that far. Look at Amado. Look at Amado. You don't got to look at Amado. Literally. I feel like the, the whole world 
because of the whole peace thing, right? And how everybody believes in Naruto, it's alternative to Sunshine and Rainbows, where it was like, where's the realism, right? Where, you know, people take advantage after they see a situation occur, right? We've seen like literal, you know, petty bandits and stuff, you know, try steal stuff, whatever it is, right? That's the only sense of realism left. Like there are still sadistic people out there who want to do, you know, messed up things, right? I want to see that happen, right? Like, I feel like, if they're gonna add, you know, power and all that, right, they should do that, but add, the story should be more important than power, that's, that's, that's what I think, that's what I'm looking for, and if Attack on Titan, right, can make things, I mean, think about it, the, the power creep in Attack on Titan is really not that much, there's almost no power there, it's literally can turn into a Titan, and that's it, right, Titan, the naked child, Titan's just walking around, it's a simple concept, right, but because the story is so good, right, it is definitely... up there you get what i'm saying so yeah you can up the power but the power does not add any value to the story it's not about people don't watch shows because of the amount of powers that they're gonna see they watch and see what people are gonna do right that's what's interesting do you want to see right Aaron? you know someone kill Aaron's mom and he's like oh you know what nah uh it, it's it's a you know, it just happens, you know, I'll just forgive you, like Naruto did, or do you want to see him be petty and say, nah, fuck that shit, I'm going to go to your house and I'm going to murder everybody, which one sounds more interesting, which one would you want to see when you go the to the cinema, <laughs> if you go, if you go and watch that hip-hop, right, are you going to watch that video about a dog running around doing tricks, or are you going to watch, you know, the, the, the guy talking about how much, how much pussy he got and how many bitches that he fucked from other niggas, like, which one's more interesting to you? You're gonna watch. Yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna want to absorb all the coonery as much as you can, right? That's interesting, <laughs> right? So, that's that's the thing. Like peace, like peace, like peace is all good and dandy and Naruto stuff, but it's kind of lacking. You know what I'm saying? People love conflict. People love seeing, you know, what happens if things go wrong. Like, how will the person get out of that? That's more interesting than saying, you know, what if someone hurts someone I care about? You know, I'm just gonna forgive them. Like, that's boring as fuck, right? And that's who Naruto is. But I want them to keep that that trait to just naruto or him and the people around him right but i feel like the entire show has become that thing where they all practice this you know everlasting forgiveness that naruto has basically taught everybody in, in the entire world kind of thing so there are literally no assholes in this world left right i'm literally here watching people act like fucking teddy bears and stuff right? i'm looking i'm looking at the people that will will literally like you you you, you can't yeah, there are not there are not enough assholes to make the show interesting. You get what I'm saying? No, it is not the good love... person that's interesting. It is the assholes in the world that make the world interesting. Yeah, right? That's why people love. That's why people love Kawaki at first. Kawaki came with that attitude. People loved just his overall aura when he came out, calling basically cursing people out. Now it's a little bit toned down because obviously he's he's a little bit been around naruto a little bit so i rubbed off on him exactly. but kawaki still to an extent is like that shinky to an extent is like that that's why those characters draw so much attention from the board to fan base who would be more interesting watching the joker doing something or watching naruto doing something <laughs> i don't watch don't be the joker like right that, so I, was not, I don't watch batman yeah. like that yeah definitely the joker right, nah, i hear joker. what you're saying bro okay, so the saying. joker is unpredictable right right so you will never you will always be entertained because you don't know what he's going to do next whereas with naruto right he's very predictable if you kill his parents he's going to forgive you right if you if you kill his son he's going to forgive you your cycles i don't know about Sasuke. yeah Quick question for you. So I like what you I like. I like what you're saying here. So my whole thing was that's why I really was in favor of. I don't know how far you are in the manga, but I was really in favor of Naruto 
contemplating about killing Boruto um, post the Ishiki mm. battle because that would have added a like holy shit that would have added a level of right. gravitas and character development for Naruto Uzumaki. Right. Um, I don't know how far you are, but what do you think about that? Yeah, that's interesting, right? But Naruto really, really he really pulled another Naruto. Like, yeah, I'm gonna protect you, right? I need Shikamaru to be there, and be like, nigga, like, if if <laughs> if your son turns right, I got all the plans ready to off this nigga. I I got it. I got everything <laughs> ready. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real here. We need somebody to be real and be an asshole. See, that's why I like Vegeta, right? In in, in Dragon Ball Z because I mean, he's always Sasuke real. And, Sa- and Sasuke, yeah, and Sasuke. Yeah, Sasuke. That's why Sasuke is my number one, right? favorite character because he keeps it real right when Kawaki busts out in the room trying to attack Amado this guy busts out his sword he cut my guy's hand in true he didn't care he does what needs to be done he's realistic right and <laughs> that's that right there right is, is is more interesting than what Naruto would be Naruto would have done Naruto is, is too predictable he's too boring you get what I'm saying yeah, as much yeah, as like, you know, it all depends on like what you're trying to do too, right? Like, um, in the actual series, like if you're a character living in that world, fuck yeah, Naruto is your he's the man, he's your best friend, he's your butt. Like he he brought peace, everyone's all nice and kumbaya. Y'all are skipping around, picking daisies. But like as, oh. as viewers, we want to see some dope shit. We want that shinobi shit. We want that um um that fucking land of waves, Haku, uh Zabuza gangster shit. Like that's what we definitely want. You know what? You know what? Let me let's be real, right? This will be more interesting. If people hear that an Otsusuki, a possible bomb, which is Buruto, is living within Kona, alright? Let's be realistic, okay? Some people are gonna flip out and some are gonna literally be planning and plotting on Buruto inside the village. I'm telling you, realistically, mm, yo, niggas are gonna be plotting on this guy. They're gonna try mm. kill him in his sleep, something, poison his food, something. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. yeah, Naruto's being naive, but not everybody this in the village Nanzo is would do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We need mm-hmm. assholes. We, we need, need the Nanzo. assholes back yeah. in this village. We need the assholes back in this show who are going to say, nah, fuck the whole childish everything's going to be sunshine and rainbow. We need to offer this nigga. We need to do it now before it gets worse. We need <laughs> those type of people. Shinomaru we need assholes. Playing that role, though. You don't think exactly. he fits that criteria? Look, I feel like Shikamaru can play that role, right? And he can even... I love it if the story goes... It, you know, to to the depths where Shikamaru and Naruto's friendship completely goes astray because of you know his approach to things, and then maybe I don't know. Shikamaru starts his own little thing. He takes on the Danzo's mantle. The they always button heads and the novel. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. It's conflict that's interesting. Mm-hmm. If people are always yes men, right? That's not interesting. If people are butting heads and they go about their own way of doing mm-hmm. things, one's extreme, the other one is not. You're always going to be interested in what the extreme, right, right. Uh, the extreme person is doing. And if they come, you know, against each other, it's going to be interesting to see what the outcome is. That's interesting, right? I, I need these assholes to to turn up. Sasuke is an asshole. I like that. Um, Shikamaru is a potential asshole, right? I need that. I need somebody to. I need someone inside the village to just plot against Naruto. Because not everybody's gonna like, agree with what this guy's doing. Not everybody. I think no, but no, I feel not like everybody it. already agrees. Like you, like I said, you got Shikamaru who always goes against what he's saying, and then you got. The but other... Shikamaru's not gonna do anything. He's not gonna do anything. He's just gonna, you know. I, I don't like what Naruto's saying here, but you know, I just go with it, whatever. Because obviously he's a leader. But I need yeah. someone to be like, nah, I don't care if you're a leader or not, bro. I'm poisoning your son's food or something <laughs> like that, bro. Like <clears> when you're down the street. I got I got seven plans, bro. I got people planted. We're plotting. We got plans. Like, 
I need I need something, you know what I'm saying, to make to spice and up the story. I, I think they're making that hint to that though a little bit though. Yeah, with, with and the... this is why I like mm-hmm. Gar. This yeah, is why I like Gar. Gar. Yep. When they during the Five Kage Summit, Gar was the person to approach Naruto about him potentially actually eliminating the problem before it becomes a problem, aka off in Boruto become before he becomes Momoshiki Otsuki. We seen a couple episodes ago where Gar didn't necessarily take Naruto's word for Kawaki. He literally sent the whole yep. team in to investigate Kawaki. Yep. I think if it's anybody in the series who would actually stand up to a character like Naruto, we all Gar, understand yep. Gar is not being Naruto, but it's going to be Gar, regardless of if, if he gets killed in the process or not he's that guy i can see yeah. the raikage raikage being a threat too as well he was the first person to say are we really going to trust amato he was the first mm-hmm. person to bring that up to naruto if you go back to that manga chapter he was like are we really going to take what the ex enemy has to say for face value and naruto see like, what'll well, be interesting mm-hmm. is what'll be interesting is if you know gara puts more pressure on naruto and says you know you have to make a, a logical decision none of this sunshine rainbow stuff right and then he gets all the kages on his side and then they all march up with armies right in front of Connor and like look you bring these two out right you bring a kaki out and then boruto out we take them we deal with them right and the whole planet is saved or you know we mess up the, well, the, the leaf or something like that like i need someone to break the peace and, and introduce some level of conflict bro because this peach is too boring well as well well, res- well, that too. But respectfully, in that situation, we understand Naruto and Sasuke, they could destroy all the other villages by themselves. Like, they, they could destroy all the villages. I think that right there is the main problem with Naruto and Sasuke essentially being at the helm because those are the good guys. And of course, a lot of people in... Uh, as as free game said, in the actual verse might think it's a very good thing. But as fans understand that we want a conflict that right there isn't necessarily the best to have a guy like naruto at the helm and of course again it would be absolutely amazing if we'd see a rebellion all the people against the hidden leaf village but respectfully that probably isn't necessarily going to go well for the rest of the world especially with, with boruto now with his karma to, with, with his karma too and also kawaki potentially getting another karma seal and as free game said this right here leads into a completely other discussion about boruto potentially going rogue understanding the decisions that not only him but also the hokage as naruto is going to have to make again this right here I personally believe it's like one of the oldest, one of the oldest, one of the oldest discussions. But I definitely do want to add cycles because we got him here. Do you think hypothetically it's possible for Boruto to actually go rogue? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, in if I was writing it, this is how I'd write it. Right? Obviously, mm-hmm. he is already you know partially Otsuki, right? And even though you know Naruto is the the the, the overall positive person, like I said, if they were to write that, you know, not everybody in the Leaf Village was really, you know, um, happy about that and people actually plotting. What they could do, possibly, is, you know, make Boruto feel like he's no longer part of the village because they don't want him there, right? Because of mm-hmm. the threat he poses. And that, by itself, like could make him make... Yeah, either, either, right? Either people find some kind of way, right? It's like Star Wars, right? I don't know if any of you have watched Star Wars, right? But... Mm-hmm the emperor was somebody with no power at all and because he saw he needed certain things done in a certain way he rose to power and eventually overthrowed everybody right and that plot twist right there was good if someone was to overthrow naruto right and say look your methods are not good backed by all the other kage right and then everybody just shunts naruto and tells him to fuck off right he's gonna grab boruto and they're gonna leave the, the leaf village because now they're wanted 
Mm. Something like that would be good. Or if Boruto just says, you know what, like I pose too much of a threat. Like he could go into a deep depression, right? And and say, you know what, I don't wanna I don't, you know, want to be responsible yeah. for so many people's deaths, right? Just in case if it happens. Even though my dad has said, Yeah, he's gonna protect me. I can't guarantee that I'm being realistic here. So let me just right. get the fuck out of this village. Right? I don't belong to any village anymore. I'm just a person by myself trying to make sure that this doesn't happen. Right? And then he goes rogue. That could happen. And that's interesting because now the story is going to be about Naruto trying to save his son from himself. Mm. That's interesting. That's right? But that's exactly. That's deep. And now you're captivated. You're interested in seeing what's going to happen. Right? <laughs> but let's be real. Right? The that's writers not are happen. not really. That's not going to well, happen. Yo, the it's time rich. skip has not happened. We don't know. We do not know. <laughs> we don't know. Somebody had asked. I know the deepest stories of ever in is the Pinoch. Uh, stream on Jump Festa, I probably wouldn't because most of the times we're probably going to be getting all the information from translations and watching it live. We're just going to be listening to Japanese the whole time. Let's keep it a G. None of us know how to speak Japanese. That's facts. So we're just going to wait for organic. language in the world. <laughs> exactly. So we're just going to wait for organic dinosaur and them to actually do the translations. But, you know, while we're on the, while we're on the case of, you know, speculating what could possibly happen moving forward, and of course, Cycles is here, so it's a different point of view. Me, myself, you know, Free Game and Mellow, we've answered these questions a lot, but especially now having Cycles, a brand new member of the, a brand new, well, a, a, a well old member of the YouTube board, so community, mm-hmm. I should say, you haven't necessarily <laughs> upgraded your ideas and perspectives about exactly what happened. Why do you think Kawaki turned against Boruto and Naruto? Oh, yeah. Naruto explained oh. called you underrated, by the way, Cycles, just to let you know. I don't know if you saw that in the chat. Oh, yeah. I'm just going for it now. All right, thanks, man. Really appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. He's probably not in the chat no more. <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, put that. <laughs> yeah, but was going yeah. deep in the combo. I didn't want to break it up. Uh, why do I think um, Kawaki is a betrayed Naruto and then the Boruto? Um, now, I completely understand. This right here is a loaded question because you can't necessarily come up with an answer just off of the cuff. The reason why I asked you is because I'm pretty sure you came up with a reason prior to you actually retiring off of YouTube temporarily, I should say. But right now, I'm pretty sure with all the other upgrades that we have seen, Kawaki gotten a lot more cozy with Naruto. He gotten a lot more cozy with Boruto. We've seen Kawaki literally build, actually called Boruto his brother, actually essentially view Naruto as his father figure now. Now, your ideologies might be a little bit different as to why Kawaki did actually go rogue and me personally I personally believe I, I got an upgrade I, I got an updated video about like that on my personal channel too specifically detailing why I think that Kawaki is probably going to go rogue again it's, it's a load of question right okay so uh the scenario I can think of um is possibly that Kawaki probably discovered something right mm. um he probably discovered something um that who knows I don't know maybe Naruto was hiding from him or um the whole, you know, him being part of the Leaf Village somewhere just went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, because remember, he is, you know, like a ticking time bomb, just like Boruto kind of thing. Except, obviously, he's lost his karma, right? right? But he's yeah. still partially Otsuzuki, and he can still be used to, to you know, get a tree up to absorb the chakra on the planet. So he can still be discriminated against, right? And maybe that triggers something in him which says, you know, fuck the whole thing like and this because whole, he's bringing you know, threats like cold and, and other threats like exactly and stuff to the village yeah. exactly he, he can you know realize you know all this you know love is all fake you know or deep down with these people are still afraid you know of, no. of me just like just like people are afraid of naruto when you know he was a tail beast like some people are like yeah you know 
yeah, he's a good guy and everything, but deep down inside, like they were all still scared, kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Like, so it could be yep. something like that where he detects that all that stuff is fake, and he's like, nah, nah, I'm not, I'm not involved in these leads. But that's just a simple example, right? No, but who knows? Yeah, well, Maybe... I was saying 100% because we've seen Kawaki go through this already. We've seen Kawaki go through essentially father problems with his original problem. We've seen, we've seen his relationship with Jigen. Of course, if his relationship goes awry with Naruto, he's going to essentially view Naruto as the same as Jigen and his original father. He's not necessarily going to understand, you know, possibly what Naruto is going through. He's just going to revert to his prior traumas and, of course, lump Naruto in with his with his prior father figures. Now, I'm I, I'm not sh- really sure if we asked Mel this, Mel, because this right here is kind of a new topic. I think me and Free Game discussed it when it was just me and him on the podcast. But Mel, do you have a, an idea as to why Kawaki did actually go rogue? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think it could have been a philosophical um, disagreement. Um, we saw in that um, chapter, <laughs> I don't even want to bring this chapter up, where uh, uh, Kawaki was fighting uh, Sarada Mitsuki and Borzo. <laughs> um, we saw in that chapter, um, Kawaki wanted to gain power via the Karma Seal, via technology, via how he understood how to grow stronger, which was, you know, Jigen's methods, right? Mm. Um, whereas Borzo, Sarada Mitsuki were trying to tell him, like, cool, cool, cool down, boy, chill. Like, you're here now. Welcome to the fam, right? Chill out. Cross your legs, meditate. Let's do this traditional shinobi shit. So I think... <laughs> And they're like trending with him getting cucked by Shinky, um, you know, bead of sweat dropping down his, his brow as he watches Sarada go ham. Like, there's these themes where, you know, he's mm. being enticed by a model to, to, to pursue power, right? So now we, we're, we're tearing him down so we can build some up later. And I think he's going to go in the opposite direction of Aborto. And that's where it's going to come into play. Hey, I don't, I love you all, I, I want to protect you. And even if what I do goes against what you want, as long as you're safe, I can justify that shit. So I'm going to send Naruto somewhere, whether he likes it or not, because that's my father and I love him. I don't care what he thinks. I know what's best. Right. Right. Um, Boruto, you're my brother. I'm sending you to the same place I sent his ass because I know what's best. This Shinobi right. shit, it all led to all this conflict to begin with. So mm, know like what? That's pain, just like a pain done. ideology or something like that. Exactly. Like Right, a clash of ideals um, that that all comes together with, to to form something beautiful. We'll have to see though. Yo, so no, maybe in the chat, what if what if Boruto and Kawaki both go rogue, like at the same time, and something goes wrong, and they disagree on how to save the leaf? Yeah, that, that's definitely it. possible. And mm-hmm. and this right here is exactly what Cycles was touching on a little bit earlier when it came to the pain ideology. Of course, where it was legitimate, there was a legitimate differencing in opinions between his ideology and Naruto's ideology. Again, Kawaki might be completely correct in his thinking, but it might be just completely different to what Naruto is thinking. Naruto again could also be completely right in his thinking. They both want to accomplish the same things, but just different ways of doing so. And I think that right there could definitely be a very good plot line to what we see in regards to the actual time in the future again similar to what cycles was saying that's why i say i, I gotta wait until we see what's, what the what the time skip got in store for us yeah definitely yeah i think i think um even if you go to like the dialogue in the flash forward scene where like kawaki um Borto's like you know kawaki didn't have to go down this way you know some people think he he being kawaki got possessed by ishiki that's why he has like the staff and he kind of dresses like jigen um and and the whole thing with that was like, no, Borto knows about, you know, Ishiki um, Jigen. He addressed him as Kawaki, right? So that speaks volumes. And 
I, I do think it's going to be a philosophical difference um, that's going to have to resolve itself. Um, uh, <laughs> my chat is stupid. That's going to have to resolve themselves, uh, resolve itself through physical combat. So, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, though. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. The, the podcast is almost it's boring on three hours, but I did kind of want to do this mailman because I want to upload a video in regard on my main channel talking about you know the Boruto awards. Now I'm probably just gonna do two right now because again the podcast is almost three hours. But I I kind of asked the question: <laughs> Who is the MVP of two, of 2021 uh, Boruto? I picked Amado. <laughs> Yeah, and, and just so you guys can understand, like, specifically where the range is from, it, it ranges from the Deepa versus Team 7 battle right after that, so it's not included in 2021, to current times right now, because obviously 2021 isn't actually complete. Now, the people that I did actually pick was Boruto, Naruto, Sasuke, or Amados. A lot of people did actually recommend me put Kowaki, but in your, in your, your guys' eyes, who do you guys think would be the MVP of 2021 Boruto? I said Amado because Amado is the one who helped them bring down the biggest threat, which was Jigen and Ishiki. So that's why I picked him. Everybody else, I don't, I don't think they, um, you know, provided as big of a feat as Amado did in that sense. I, I pick uh, Kashin Koji because if it wasn't because mm. of his sacrifice, right, word, word. this whole thing would have just gone in flames. He was that key person that needed to be used in order for. You know, Ishiki to be brought down. If it weren't for him, Naruto and Sasuke, they would have. Uh, but if it wasn't for Amado, though, we wouldn't have Kashin Koji. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, Amado's definitely <laughs> MVP there. Quick but, question: um, mm-hmm. Are you talking about like we're not including the Boro fight, and am I limited to the the, the names you mentioned? No, you're including every all of the anime wise. You're including every single fight from the deeper battle until now. So any any anybody that you want to name, oh, okay. possibly even the most valuable character, that's what it is. What do you think? Okay. Uh, um, Karama. Oh, Karama. Okay. Yeah, if, if, like without Karama, you don't get Barryamo. Without Barryamo, you don't beat Ishiki. Ishiki mm. kills them, places the karma on Kawaki, and rules the world. So and, and of course his death was epic, emotional, impactful. Karama. Mm, I like that. I like that. My personal opinion, because I, I always go back and forth with it, especially with the Naruto and Karma thing. I kinda I I want to lump them both in together. But I'm going to go ahead and say Naruto. The reason why I say Naruto is because obviously Amado came with the plan. The coach is always going to be very impactful. The coach is always going to be valuable. But when it comes to the MVP, the most valuable player, the people who's actually in the trenches, those are the people who we actually award. Facts, and I feel like Naruto facts. was never, that guy. We never he was the person... coach as MVP. Yep, I get what you said. Exactly, exactly. So he was the person who did the most damage to Ishiki Otsuki. He didn't finish him, which is Kawaki, which is why I believe he should kind of be on this list. But Naruto was really that guy. And of course, I don't think that Karma would have forced Barry and Mode on onto Naruto unless Naruto was legitimately willing to die. That's why I would say that's why I would say he's the most valuable character for right now. Yeah, but Karama did that knowing he was gonna die. Like holy shit. That's true. That's yeah, true. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah, that's important. That's great. Now oh, now an, another one. I, this right here is just like a smaller one. It's not necessarily gonna be as as talkative of the MVP, but this right here is essentially rookie of the year. This right here is just the person who made the best debut of this year. Oh, now I personally experience. had, I personally yeah, I personally had Amato, Kawaki, Borishiki, and Ishiki. But of course, from the deep fight until now, anime wise, who you who do you, who do you guys think would be the rookie of the year? 
as far as first appearance, that'd be Kawaki because he made the biggest splash. Everybody's been waiting for the whole like the whole series since the beginning for Kawaki's appearance, and when he finally came, that shit made a splash. So I give it to Kawaki. I like it. I like it. Who was your last pick, Bar? Well, so I'm just the last or one was Ishiki, but oh, Ishiki. but the, I'm I'm gonna run through them all. I, I I listed four of them, but of course you can name any character. I listed Amato, Kawaki, Borushiki, or Ishiki. I think it has to be Kawaki. Mm. Like he had like literally he has like the best arc, arguably in the in the anime. Um, his character development helps Naruto, Orto, Hell Gigan, Ishiki, Kara in general. Like everybody he comes into contact with. Hell, even Shikamaru and his like not liking him. That was a form of character development in and of itself. Um, the whole plot with Amato is linked to Kawaki. So everything kind of kicks off, especially in the manga, but in the anime too, with Kawaki. So I think you begin and end with him. Mm-hmm. What about you, Cycles? Mm, it's very hard. It's very hard. I'd say the the most developed character or the most interesting one would be uh, Kawaki. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I feel like all the, the, the best things that have happened for the Boruto manga all revolve around him. You know something, so though? Far, yeah. anyway. Boroshiki, that was kind of like a... Um... That came out of nowhere though. Like we always knew Kawaki was going to be introduced to the story, but we did when you when Boruto first got his karma still, did you see Borushiki being introduced to the story? Like absolutely, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I I could predict that oh, straight off the bat. That? I knew that was going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, I predicted that straight off the bat. Like you know, he was going to like possess uh, him though, and take over his body and like. Yeah, because we, we, right? we seen Kawaki with the second stage. Remember, we seen that first. Yeah, literally. I mean, when when um, Momoshiki gave a uh, Boruto the mark, right? Everybody was talking about a seal, right? Whenever we seen people give up uh, people's uh, like other seals, it's Orochimaru, right? Orochimaru did this stuff, right? Um, straight off the bat. So that's what I compared it to the first time when I um, yeah, when I saw that, right? So I thought, okay, great. A person who's been traveling for ages for eons, right? Collecting chakra is not just gonna give you stuff just to please you they don't like you they think you're lesser they're not just gonna give that to you without some huge drawback there's a there's what's that thing there's that's a, why amado called him parasite there's, there's a catch to it yeah there's a catch to it i knew there was a catch to it right so yeah um i knew sure of the bat that you know momoshiki was probably gonna take over Boruto's body at some point you know but yeah yeah like nah. I, I I can't yeah, they, lie. I didn't see it coming when that chapter came out and <laughs> Boruto had got possessed by him. And he was floating over Boro. I didn't see that happening, bro. I was I was completely taken aback. So I'm yeah, like they're um, they draw themes from like the original Naruto series, like um Cycle said, the whole karma seal, um you know the oh, yeah, whole karma situation, uh not karma seal, uh curse mark um karma seal, where like um Orochi Maru places a mark on the vessel which imbues the vessel with his power and spreads across the bodies it's almost one-to-one which raises a lot of theories um and then the whole you know having a demon or a, a powerful entity within you the whole naruto karama aspect so yeah i definitely saw it coming now in the way it happened maybe not um but um yeah it, it was pretty dope it's pretty interesting yeah, my, my personal opinion the way it happened i didn't really think so but 
because we seen Kawaki already enter the second stage of the Kami Zone, everybody was going ballistic when that happened. We thought, you know, it had, Boruto has to have a form like that. Now, Momoshiki obviously taking over. Cycle said that he is—he guessed it. But me personally, I was absolutely shocked. You feel me? Now, there was definitely people that actually guessed it because people was actually in my comment section actually telling me. But I, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it, especially when the scans first came out. Twitter was about to explode. Anime Twitter was about to explode, man. It was crazy. But I, I, I do want to kind of touch on specifically who I believe is the rookie of the year. And it, I think we all we all named it Kawaki. I think just his introduction itself was absolutely insane. His fight versus Garo to this day is still arguably one of the best animated fights in the whole entire series of Boruto. And that says something, man, because we had a bunch of great animated fights. But not only that, we have to remember as a rookie. This guy actually delivered the final blow upon Ishiki Otsuki, the most strongest villain that we've ever seen in the whole entire series of Naruto. As a rookie, a guy who barely learned jutsus, did a, did, did a what's it called, a shadow clone and completely duped Ishiki Otsuki. That guy gotta be rookie of the year. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Um, just just quickly, because I, I want to know your thoughts on this. Um you think that ep- that episode 189, that Kawaki versus Goro fight, like animation, art style, everything, you think that fight was better than Ishiki versus Barry and Mo Naruto or Momoshiki versus Naruto and, and Sasuke? Like, if, which you one want, you if, you, if we're discussing art, no. If we're discussing pure animation, 100%. Yeah, Kawa- that, that Kawaki fight, it was beautiful. That l- legitimately, that if you if you're looking at if you're looking at that episode, it looks nothing like Boruto. It looks like com- yeah, something that's completely fast. different. That's it's essentially yeah. they they're taking the manga, they're taking the manga detail and just essentially copying and pasting it into the anime and just essentially changing the whole entire engine and making the anime the animation just that much better. Let me I ask said, you that this. right there is just crazy. Let me ask you this. We was talking about seasonal animes before. Do y'all think that the series would be a little bit better if they would adapt the seasonal aspect of it? Or do you think that it's good the way it is, like coming out weekly? It gotta be seasonal, bro. To me, it, it, it would be better. It would like, when be we better. when we talk about seasonal animes, they usually, like, stick straight to the manga, though. Like, when, like we was talking about um, Attack on Titan. When you watch Attack on Titan, they are adapting the manga, like, precisely almost like every, there's no filler in attack on titan i can't remember correct me if i'm wrong if there was filler in attack on titan but i don't remember there ever being any like it was all just manga material so if they was to do the same thing with boruto and just adapt the manga wholeheartedly do you think it would be as good as them like putting like anime original shit in it i don't think they can oh yeah so i i personally just think um the only thing that would really improve is the the animation, right? Um, in terms of the, the manga, right? If they're doing stuff season, seasonal, um, I feel like they'd have to write a bit more quicker in order in, in order for us to get content. I mean, the only the only reason why the anime looks like it's so um, packed full of like um, unnecessary stuff that's that doesn't come from the manga is because they don't have enough content. So I feel like seasonal would only do good justice for it animation wise mm. except from that at the end of the day like you can have a very good quality product right that's good animation but still has a shit story so yeah um i feel like yeah so you... if it was seasonal it would definitely be better than it is right now definitely right but not by much okay. so you believe you believe the manga should adapt a weekly schedule instead of a monthly schedule to put out more yeah. content 
Yeah, definitely, right? Because, I mean, think about it. They have a month to come up with a good story, right? And Attack on Titan has proven that they can come up with good stories, right? Every single month. But if they're not, if they're doing subpar, you know, content in a month, right? To be honest with you, doing this whole thing weekly is just going to make it even worse, right? Because Kishimoto himself was, like, struggling to do the whole week-to-week -week thing. Now he has a month to do this shit, right? So hopefully, because he has a month now, he can actually come up with better stuff than even Naruto Shippuden. Those are the expectations I have, right? So, yeah. Um, if it was a season, I w if the manga is going to be um, monthly, they might as well just make the anime seasonal as well. It makes sense in that way, right? You can't just make the anime weekly and then have the, the manga be monthly. That makes absolutely no sense. And that's why I feel mm -hmm. like the anime is really suffering with a lot of this, this I wouldn't say filler, because filler doesn't exist anymore, but I'd say padding, mm. right? Unnecessary episodes and all that kind of stuff that just bores people to death. So, yeah, I feel like they should change the whole thing, just make it, you know, uh, seasonal. That way it would make sense. And, you know, when when if somebody was to buy and collect the, 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 the DVD set or whatever, it would make sense what's happening step by step instead of all this unnecessary padding. So, yeah, um, yeah. Someone says in the comments, right? They think it should be bi-weekly. So yeah, I'd say bi-weekly or uh, weekly would be the though, best. Yeah. But obviously, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, seasonal I definitely for quality. But writing yeah. definitely needs improving. Like there's there's no amount of time that it can I I increase the quality in writing. You just need to be a good writer for that. I feel. I feel. Well, my personal opinion when on a on a situation, I feel like. As a smaller YouTuber, just me personally, I was deathly afraid of Boruto going, going um seasonal. But I think for the overall quality of the show, I think that's definitely the direction that they should go. Because again, after the Ishiki Otsuki battle, hypothetically, and we did go on a seasonal break, we wouldn't be getting a lot of the episodes that people don't really like, especially me, Iwabi versus Wasabi. I wouldn't have gotten to see that. Thankful, well unfortunately i did see that but now you feel me now not only that again psycho's brought up a very good point it comes to the content in the manga and even past that it's what the manga doesn't really add a lot of times when we see content in the manga we think that the anime is going to fill in a lot of the gaps specifically pertaining to the manga now hypothetically if we go into a seasonal anime where it's just a one-to-one -one translation between the manga to the anime then the manga has to go through some genuine fundamental changes not only going from 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 monthly to bi-weekly or possibly monthly to, to weekly they have to actually put in a lot more content a lot more work I've always been a proponent of them potentially hiring more people to actually work with the manga. I don't know what type of Illuminati dispute they got. And of course, I believe Naruto explained, uh, explained this to me, no, no pun intended, but they're essentially saying that Kodachi disrespected one of the actual writers. Yeah. I think, yo, bump all that disrespect. We're talking about money. I don't care how a man talk to you. If a man going to make you money, let the man come back. Kodachi got to be working on the manga alongside Masachi Kishimoto because my personal opinion, Kodachi was writing damn near gold at a certain point i believe that people still do to this day believe that kodachi was a better writer than masashi kishimoto but again as cycle said we got to give masashi kishimoto some time but i think that to go to seasonal there does have to be some genuine change of the boruto manga i, I think that right there might be even the bigger problem with the whole entire series even though content wise i might like the manga better than anime but i still do believe that the manga definitely needs some genuine change I don't think there's any real reason why the anime shouldn't be able to give us those episodes like a, a an Iwabe versus Wasabi where the side characters get development. I mean, even um, 
No, 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 no. I respect. If you want to give me a deeper, <laughs> no, 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 no. If, if no, you no. want, if you want to give me a deeper arc, give me a deeper arc. Do not give me an episode where, where my favorite characters loses the tunings and because he's simping over wasabi. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep it. G partners. Hey, don't give me that. Give me a deeper arc. All right, that, that's it. But look, look, I think that episode just in and of itself was pretty great. Look, they focused in on more so character development for characters that we rarely see. So I think that was a good thing. Plus my girl Wasabi got the whole cat god avatar Susan though. Um so that was special. Iwabi, Iwabi's character went in the tank. That was character regression. I mean he was already in the tank, so I mean it didn't really change. He just kinda stayed stagnant. So there is that. I literally yeah. just went to the tuning exam where everybody was trying to take each other's lives. That would be interesting yeah. to see. Then you'd Yo. see the real fighting. There'll be no coonery. Like there'll be no, you know, talking <laughs> and getting lost in you know, <laughs> no coonery. Like, <laughs> people no literally be trying to take each other's lives, that. and that's when you see people go to the limits. That's the story I wanted to. See. Absolutely. Yeah. I was yo. I was legitimately afraid of what exactly they were of exactly what they did. I said if there was going to be a tuning exam, I don't want it to be just a tuning exam and name. I don't want it to just be hey, let's just slap tuning exam on the arc and let's just hope it's good. No, I want it to be a full fifty and twenty episode arc where all of the all of the other games from all the other mm-hmm. villages, Shinky participates. Other Ooh. ninjas, brand new ninjas from yes, the hidden yes. brand new ninjas from the hidden stone. People that can actually challenge characters among likes of Sara, Demitsky, and Boruto. Even though that right there is highly unlikely, give me some of those characters, even if you got to modify them by scientific technology. But not. We got a four-episode arc where Iwabi was simping over Wasabi, completely ruined my... Yo, let me stop talking before I... Yo. (laughs) Yo. Start ranting again. Yo. The dream... The, the Dream 13 came with a $10 donation on my channel. Thank you so very much. He says, um, how about a seasonal adaptation of the novels, which I think is a pretty damn good idea. Um, personally, I would love to see some adaptations of those as well. Um, well, yeah. when we talk about the, the novels, a lot of people bring up the possibility of them making a movie to actually incorporate the novels. Now, that right there in itself could possibly be low budget because it's not necessarily... <laughs> the craziest fights in the novels, even though they, there is still some very good fights in novels, it doesn't necessarily have to be that high quality. And this right here is all just in the name of convenience, because of course, diverting the whole entire anime storyline to adapt a novel that's probably out of timeline probably wouldn't be the best idea. Hmm. I think they can make it work though, depending on where the timelines um, diverge. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's a decent idea. I think it's a pretty good idea. No, it's, it's definitely oh. a decent idea. Yeah, I think I don't know. I just I think you guys are right. You know, the, if we're gonna ch- change the anime, it has to work in like in conjunction with the manga. You have to go by. Look, there's really no ex- excuse for the manga to be doing this monthly nonsense. We gave them time, we gave them years. We've been understanding. It's time to put in some fucking work. Okay, drop nice. these drop these manga chapters bi-weekly at least, at least. I mean, come on, man. At some point, we understand the industry, but at some point, they're not doing shit to change it. So at some point, I mean, even with Hunter Hunter, I'm I, look, I'll be dead and gone by the time this dude finished Hunter Hunter. <laughs> like that's tragic to me. That's one of the best series ever written. Yo, that's facts. So, yo, like, come on. 
Well, wait, wait a minute. We can wait a minute. We can't enter a whole other conversation. We have officially hit three hours. My my guy cycles <laughs> operating on UK time. My guy probably got to go to sleep. <laughs> Respectfully, I want to yeah, thank I'm everybody for showing up to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to thank everybody for showing up to the podcast. If any of you guys got some last statements to say, say it now. But you feel me? I just want to be respectful of everybody. Tom. Cycles, it was very nice to meet you. Um, Same, Cycles. Nice to meet you, bro. He was really good to talk to. Yeah, I hope you come back to YouTube. Um, you know, the landscape has definitely changed, and I think it'll be cool to have uh, another content creator. Um, bar uh, uh, and free game. Somebody thank you so much for having like me on the podcast. Cycles. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, yeah, thank so you for having me on the podcast. Um, I appreciate oh, it, always, as always. You're always welcome. Um, you guys are goaded. You guys are amazing. And be safe. Can't wait to see you guys next time. All right, guys. All right, thanks for showing up. All right, y'all. Later, later. Thanks, everybody, for joining in on the podcast. We're going to be back at it on Tuesday. If you're not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe, like the video, this live. And, you know, we'll catch you on Tuesday. Peace. Oh, and thanks, Javel, for donating to the channel. Totally didn't forget you, bro. Thank you for donating to the channel. Thank you for everybody for joining in. Uh, yeah, I had to say that one more time. If you want to donate to the channel, the cash app is right there. You know, paid too.